0: You are listening to The Chomp Cast, the official podcast of Sword Chomp and SwordChomp.com. Thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy life to listen to ours. And remember, if you dig what we do, please, please, please go rate us on iTunes. It means the world to us. Five-star ratings. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Help us get the Sword Chomp name out there. Or go to Patreon.com slash Sword Look for all of our special and all the ways you can support us. Uh, we have an incredible show today. You could say we have an award-winning show, if you will. I think I've used that before. Um, we catch up uh, with the Game of the Year Crunch with the crew. <laughs> Game of the Year Crunch sounds like a cereal. Uh, we talk Sekiro, Death Stranding, Forgotten, and Control. Uh, we have some of the horniest polls we have ever taken on the Sword Chomp Instagram page that you voted on. Um, jessica Negri verse shay layton to breast enter no man ever wants to leave the resident evil 3 remake was announced we did, we did a poll about that um and more but the topic of the show this week is of course the game awards and it makes life a little easier for us but it's the thing everybody's talking about today and we're recording um you know, I found this as a nice segue to start things off for intros. This is from the Washington Post: the Game Awards, how uh, Geoff Keighley helped create the Oscars for gaming. Do you say
1: Jeff or Geoff? Did you say Jeff? Oh God, G-
2: G- they, G- they say Jeff. Jeff.
1: Jeff. That's Jeff. The name is Jeff. I, yes, I knew that. I knew that. Okay, we know. We'll just, we know. Just, I was just checking
0: you with you testing guys. Testing us. Yeah, just, just te- testing.
2: I was, I was <laughs> testing you two. I actually <clears throat> did it now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: thank you fish um you know what they say we're learning things every show um by gene park and it says i'll just read the first paragraph i think it's a good setup some kids grow up writing letters to santa at 12 jeff Keeley was writing letters to game developers from his home in toronto keely didn't have many other hobbies besides video games so naturally he was interested in how california-based sierra entertainment wrote the stories that kept him clicking He wrote a letter asking how the games are made, and like kids writing to Santa, he didn't expect an answer. However, Ken and Roberta Williams of Sierra actually wrote back two weeks later. They told him he seemed like someone who knew a lot about games, and they sent him 10 floppy discs of games to test. How cool is that? Um, That was the beginning of Jeff Keighley's identity as it stands today as a gaming industry insider. In 2014, Keighley created the Game Awards, which the New York Times once called the Oscars of gaming, but that undercuts keely's ambition he wants the game awards to be the best award show on the planet and they are god damn it now let's get to some intros that's gonna be a fun topic of the show we're also going to sound off on the new big announcement of the xbox series x i put a, up um, a poll up today and got some thoughts from our instagram community at sword chomp let's get to some intros people that you'll be listening to today maybe this is your first podcast coming right up the one and only filipino johnny depp from texas we call him fish mm-hmm. how you doing fish
2: well actually i think we found another of me on the uh stream last night
0: we did mm-hmm. on the game word yeah. stream yeah there was another yeah. <laughs> tell, tell me or there was another there was another <laughs> filipino out there
2: uh, we had another viewer who uh i think i'm pretty sure he's a he was a new I'm, I'm not sure if he's a friend of ours but um i've never heard his name before. he's a friend but... of mine I don't know if he's a friend of oh, yours okay. It, he is now. All now Yeah, exactly. Now that he's uh, told us that he is a fellow Filipino, but uh, yeah, he he. he, uh, he it's a, it's always curious. It's it's a funny thing for like Asian people, like in America, to come across like another Asian person in a place that's uh predominantly you know Asian or like you know.
0: Well, the it, internet is predominantly everything.
2: It, right. Exactly. It's like you but, came like, across like, him in a, but a it's, it's, it's very strange for me. Like, it's rare to come across another Filipino. Like, I have a friend who has a friend that's a Filipino. And, like, when I met him, I was just like, oh, this is this is strange that, you know, I'm coming across another uh, fellow Filipino. So it's you, you, rare for me.
0: You buried the lead, though, Fish. He confirmed that all Fino- Filipinos have micro penises. You remember that?
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. He did confirm that. He did confirm
0: that on the stream. Two for Uh, two
2: now is a hundred percent rate of having small penises. The only two Filipinos I know,
0: both (laughs) afflicted with the micro penis (laughs) Oh, I wrote some intros, special intros for you guys all this week. Uh, They're very short and simple. They're inspired by all those uh, silly death stranding names. (laughs) Die now. Now yours is actually really long, Josh. Die hard man. You have. uh, Mama, of course, uh, Heartman, all those silly names in Death Straining, right? Fish? Mm-hmm. Yours was easy, of course.
2: Fishman, Sock Man. right? Sockman! What? Sockman! Sock oh. <laughs>
0: so- Fishman, no, you're
2: Sockman! I was hoping for Fishman.
0: Uh, actually, I wrote down here cum-crusted Sockman, but you know, I was trying That's to keep a, a PG long, for the yeah. kids. Some of the names in that game are kind of longer, like Die Hardman, you know, you can add hyphens, you can do weird shit with it if you want. So, uh... Come crusted sock,
2: man.
0: Come Although,
2: sock man. serious okay.
0: question, Fish. Holiday season. Does the stocking, the holiday stocking, qualify as something you might consider in the sock family? <laughs> <For> <laughs> oh, yeah. That
2: almost seems explo- <laughs> sacrilege at this point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> what for your sexual exploits, there. Um, mm. Stocking stuffers, if you will.
2: <laughs> yeah, I might be actually, you know. Find an extra christmas sock this year um for you know taking to my bedroom
1: yeah
2: just a yeah. hide from santa you mean an you extra know.
1: christmas stocking just hang it by the bedside with care
0: mm-hmm. I, saw, I saw when i saw a stocking i was like you know i was looking at my wife i was like you know what that's a giant sock i gotta ask fish about this because what is a stocking but a giant
1: sock in many ways you feel no, me? no no that's that's exactly what it is oh. that's what a stocking yeah. is it's <laughs> Yes. Yes. Exactly. No. 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 Like did you that, just
2: realize that, oh or what's going on? You
1: that's, gotta explain what rise. the word "stocking" means. Giant sock.
0: But well, you know, yes. Christmas stocking. Just come on, work with me here. You, okay. you see what I'm doing? This Christmas. Morgan no, is not very doing, aware huh? of
3: that definition. He, he, when he th- hears yeah. the word "stocking," he thinks of something very, very different.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think of what I did at all over Jessica Negri's page for the past three days. Um, just for uh, just mm. for poll, inf- poll information, nothing more scientific mm. results mm. Um, thanks for being here Fish Uh, big news, this mm. is going to be one of Fish's final shows we'll talk about that later Um, so please go rate us send Fish out on top There's, you know what I mean, launch us to the top of the chart so Fish can go and say, please. I went out in a blaze of glory yes,
2: that would be great mm-hmm. do that for me
0: that's right, and we can feed off of all of that positive publicity long after he's gone. We love you, Fish. we'll talk about that later. Um, uh, joining us this week, I'm okay with that. Uh, he couldn't make it to the stream last night. Our game ward stream uh, was amazing, but we'd still love the professor, Shay Layton, is here uh, from Japan. Of course, he's work, you know, works in Japan, so those hours are a little trickier. Um, so I missed you at the stream last night, buddy, but it was a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. I like I told you guys privately I was catching up with most of the vod. Um it was pretty entertaining. I you know, I I've never honestly watched a video game awards show. Uh, I have zero interest in those, but I think having watched it with you guys would have been much more enjoyable and I missed out. I felt I felt Aww. I definitely felt that that like feeling of fuck. I Full wish ball. I wasn't working yesterday. Mm. Yeah, it was sad. It was sad. Uh, Rich, Too hard of a but, worker, Shay. But I didn't have to eat five bananas. There's That's that. True.
0: Yeah, we do eat hot sauce bananas when you sub. So uh, Twitch.tv/slash/sourchomp. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And Shay, of course, your Death Stranding name that I picked out for you is Uberman, um, because you always have an Uber ready to go in the morning, like a gentleman.
3: I thought you were going to call me Tinder man. <laughs>
0: no. Two, that was too <laughs> on the
3: nose. I tried to go a
0: little bit around, you know, a little around it. Uh-huh. Um,
3: yeah. Yeah. It, you know, unfortunately, that doesn't work in Japan because Japan doesn't have Uber. <gasps> <gasps>
0: oh, wow. My whole world. What is the Japanese version of Uber? Public
3: transportation. It's called a taxi. Yeah. Well, it's you like, have those taxis th- too. But <laughs> subway man.
0: <laughs> subway man. <laughs> <laughs> Can I buy you a subway <laughs> ticket? And here's a gift <laughs> basket. <laughs> <laughs>
3: if i was rich i would and i you know i had enough traffic coming through here in general i would do gift basket options <laughs> Tra- i like mm-hmm. the
0: term traffic coming through here
3: <laughs> look my 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 personal station has been abandoned that's... for quite some time now mm. you don't have to say that um, uh... that's true that's
0: true but look you know I, it's a true story. I heard Derek Jeter do that. He left gift baskets for his uh, lucky women. So, you know, you learn from the You'd- best. If women actually wanted to have sex with me when I was single, I would have done that for sure. Um, nice, and classy gift <laughs>
3: You'd be giving them fucking <laughs> PS1's t- Tomb Raider. <laughs> there you go, honey.
0: <laughs> Thanks for coming over. Have a good night. I would just give them all those uh, PS One classics because you were they were giving those things away at the end. <laughs> those things sold like garbage, from what I heard. Um, I'm just giving away PS PS One classics to all my dates. Um, anyways, go. thanks for being here, Shay. A lot to talk about the game awards. You kind of got me started on that because Josh uh, Joshua Fowler's here from Michigan. Josh was actually, if you noticed in the past, Josh gave me a lot of shit about the game awards and awards, but he was pretty. He was pretty excited last night josh was high on hot sauce bananas uh Mm -hmm. and josh was in good spirits so i feel like josh might be coming around on the game awards yeah
1: it was a good time (laughs) i'm kind of i'm i'm with shay sort of on this like it's it is more fun uh to do it with friends which i kind of think is the whole yes reason people have you know like golden globe parties and stuff like that because yeah. it's yeah. just there's an awful lot of time there where you can just be talking and uh having yeah. somebody there to experience it with is the is definitely the way to go when
0: well, think about it like the whole purpose of the show is just hey look at this person one and you want to argue about it with your friends so they're mm-hmm. right there to argue about it with so. exactly yeah, I agree. That's why I'm glad you guys are... That's I'm glad it was so much fun because that was like a dream of mine um, to some degree. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. It really was. That was yeah. one of the biggest dreams I could think I've ever been a part of. Um, It was incredible. It was really incredible. So many people showed up to watch... They watched the whole three-hour fucking award show with us. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anyways, Josh, yeah, it's going to be a fun show. Josh, your Death Stranding name. Uh, I have six here. <clears throat> Let's see. Six. Mm. Yeah, Red Dead hater man, bane of Morgan man, bane of mountain man, dick man, asshole man, killer of Morgan's dreams man. <laughs> uh, should I go on? I have a whole I like page that here. Last one. I like, like that killer last of Morgan's one. dreams that's... man. Yeah, that's me. By the way, I'm Morgan. In case you've never listened to this show. Um. Okay, killer of Morgan's <laughs> dreams man. It is. <laughs> Shatter. Shatter. I can live with that.
2: Mm, something about the simplicity of Dick Man <laughs> just rolls right off the tongue.
0: The Dick Man rolls off the tongue. Dick Man. <laughs> I love the absurdity that he sat down and gave all these people these insane
1: names. Um, I'm just, I'm really disappointed that Mama is not Mama Man. Mama yeah, or <laughs> Mama Mama Man. <laughs> the the conflict. Like how the, long like did the, he struggle one, with that? The one big miss in in naming. In that game. So
0: Yeah, but I could see people really taking that down a dark road. You know, a lot of people on the internet being like, Oh, I see how it is. She has to be a man to-. You know, I could see that really just mm-hmm. the internet, you know. But yeah, you're right. And yeah, mama has some dark stuff. I um I was gonna open it. To- you guys can give me anyone you want. I'll put you on the spot right here. Anything you want. What am I? Who am I? I'm wet man. Look no, at you that. look That's like full- a wet man. <laughs> full <laughs> vulnerability. You can can say anything I am. The right one for myself.
2: Uh, Bald man.
0: No, I'm not. Ba- no, I'm not, hey. bald. I'm not bald. <laughs> so, so you fucking take Almost that back, bald, man. <laughs> That's the blurry creeper Skype. man. What? Creeper man. stalker
1: man. man. Stalking
0: mm, the, mm. uh, uh, man. There we go. St- stalker. Stock. Stalker man. How about stalky man? My wife was touching you know, my new muscles is- today, and she said I was feeling stalky.
3: Hmm. Does that work? Dad mod man. Yeah, maybe.
0: Those weren't bad. I liked all those. Creeper Man, Stalker Man.
3: I didn't feel like like we found one that really clicked, though, to be honest with you. Yeah, you don't have to be too nice.
0: I mean, I don't like Bald Man, man, though. Bald Mm. Man. Fish is always trying to attack my hair. He's always going straight for my baldness. Mm. I know your weakness. Remember one time, didn't you tell me I look like the guy from... uh... (laughs) You told me I look like Robocop when he takes his helmet off? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh. You've never seen that, I-
2: <laughs> you know. I was, I was, uh, I was going through my phone and like I saw a screenshot of that. I was like, "Why did I screenshot a picture of RoboCop without his helmet on?" And then I was like, "Oh, yeah oh, that's kind of bad." That <laughs> I sent that to warrior—it's
0: just an illusion. All right, it's just—it's—it's an,
2: it's an illusion.
0: It blurs into the background. My hair is fine. Oh, l- legitimately, my hair does grow fine. It's—it is fine. am not happen. actually balding yet. Um, but it's I'm just sure
2: Skype really fucks with the, the blurring yeah, effect and it, it makes you look like RoboCop.
0: I do have a large forehead. That's for sure. Um, what about multiple orgasm man? Cause I like to give multiple orgasms. Is that possible?
2: Mm, you have to <laughs> confirm that with us though. see if I can get verification.
0: All right. All right. Well, enough of this. Um, my name is Morgan. I'm General Mountain Time here. Let's get to the topic of the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. First off. I'm gonna a, what I want to do, I want to get our community involved about the Xbox Series X that was announced. But we're going to kind of run through the awards show. And this might not be as long as some of our normal topics, but we got some Game of the Year crunch to get to. It should still be a lot of fun. Now, we did stream this last night, twitch.tv slash swordchomp, and it was a lot of fun. So thank you for everyone who showed up. Um, the show started off with a riveting performance from churches a band i knew nothing about until a couple of weeks ago apparently they're a very popular band churches with a v um but everyone in the chat seemed to really enjoy their music i had never heard of them before death stranding uh they wrote a song for death stranding i believe called death stranding um and she the singer not lauren death stranding man oh death stranding man if i keep this up that's what i'm going to be um mm-hmm. She so it's pretty cool. I, I sent this to you guys today. Like the uh, Shinkawa, who actually makes all the art for uh, Kojima, actually made some art for her and like a costume design for when she dressed up kind of like Higgs uh, for the performance. And I did not know that lady was so attractive. But it was a great it was a gr- it was a great performance. It really was. Um, and, uh, that song I initially did not like has grown on me a lot and I have it stuck in my head all the time now. And I annoy my family with it because I don't know the words. I just go, na, 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 na. and then my wife just always wants to punch me right my stupid
1: face. Um,
0: so that's it. So yeah, that was a we'll, great way we'll to start the we, show.
1: We'll, we'll see if we can just talk her in a finally acting on that just impulse. doing it. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Stupid face, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, fish is on fire now. It's his last couple shows. He's alive now. <laughs> He's going out of a blaze of glory. Stupid face. I don't, man, you're really cut me deep, fish, bald man. Stupid face, man. <laughs> um, anyways, so I got a list of awards here and we can run down and briefly discuss them. If there's something you'd like to say, let's say it. Okay. So we have the game awards of 2019 here. Every result. These might not be in particular order. Um, And if there's something that sticks out that I forgot to mention, go ahead. Now, the big one, of course, was Game of the Year, which went to Sekiro. Shadows Die twice. We were puzzled, like, thinking about this, like, we had no idea it was going to win. Because it was such a weird year for games. Even stuff that, um, like, Death Stranding was very polarizing. A lot of people don't even want to try it because they just hate Kojima. Uh, There's a lot of people, like, Smash Brothers was from last year. Uh, There's there's just a lot of polarizing stuff here. Control. A lot of people I know love Mm -hmm. it. But then I meet people like Shay, who just I did a poll this week and like more than half of our audience was not really feeling control. So it was a weird year. Um, So my rambling aside, um, I want to get your thoughts on this. I put a tweet up on our page today that was doing well, so I guess people were connecting with it. This is what my takeaway was when I woke up this morning. I said, Sekiro winning Game of the Year kind of feels like a lifetime achievement award, much like when Lord of the Rings Return of the King won Best Picture. It's not the most important Game of the Year to me or my favorite, but I'm very happy for From Software, uh, And that's true, because I am happy for them. They have sort of capitalized on a slower year. And if for people that don't understand the reference, when I was a kid, I followed the Oscars really heavily. And there was this weird year where Return of the King won Best Picture. And that was really unusual for a science fiction film like that to win um, Best Picture. Yeah, And it was a lot of people thought it was sort of like accumulation of all those films put together, like an achievement of sorts. Um, that was the theory at least, so that was where I was coming from with this, and that's not because I don't I think Secro is an excellent game, I just that's my theory. So, how'd you guys feel about this? Uh, Shay,
3: um, I'm perfectly okay with that game winning. Uh, we were talking with one of our VIPs before the show, uh, Cosmic, and we were talking about how, um, you know a lot of the a lot of these games in the genre they kind they they're great games, but it always feels like there's something missing, whether it's like a cutting edge art style top end graphics uh seamless gameplay anything like that and we didn't directly talk about that, but we were talking about some of those styles of games and For me, I feel like that with sekido um it's it's a game that's done a lot of things very, very well. And I think it's done it at the highest degree or the highest capacity um, for a lot of those things. And a lot of those mechanics, a lot of those categories that you would consider, I shouldn't say things, I should be more descriptive. And I, I was very pleased with the game. I thought that in comparison with other games that, you know, that it eases you into that difficult nature of these styles of games which was even more welcome by me because something like neo or bloodborne where it just punishes you right in the dick from the get go this game really eases you into it Which I and like, it's a but... gorgeous gorgeous game and yeah, the mechanics yeah, are phenomenal so um do i think it was the strongest game of the year I don't know. I haven't. I don't think I've played enough of this year's games to say that. Was it my favorite game this year? No. No. But I could see it being the favorite of a lot of people, and it makes a lot of sense. A ton of people were very high on it this year. I enjoyed it a ton. I think, I think it's perfectly valid being a game of the yeah. year. I remember me and you both kind of dropped off of it for the
0: same reason, because we were just getting our ass kicked, and we didn't want to be angry all yeah. the time. Um, yep. Exactly, Uh, Josh. You're a big Sekro guy. I think you're the only one here with enough
1: uh, moxie to finish it. Yeah, I think I'm. Yeah, I'm the only one who's beating all the bosses. So, uh, I yeah, like um, I was very surprised that it won because it is one of the From Software games, and it just it. I don't know. Like maybe the genre is uh, less niche than I thought, but I just I always felt like they were. not as mass appeal as some of the other games on there. And it surprised me that it won. Um Like, I do think it was of the games they had on there, uh, just like the best overall package. But I was very surprised mm. whenever it actually won. Like I was not expecting that at all. Me too. Whenever they announced all those games, I'm like, okay, it's gotta be one of these, you know, just massive games that everyone was, you know, talking about more recently. And uh yeah, it, that really surprised me it was a nice surprise like i like as far as the games they chose to be it was a win for the hardcore crowd <laughs> yeah yeah like so, that was yeah. that was the one i wanted to win out of the out of the options they they had there oh interesting
0: so, interesting mm-hmm. yeah well that's cool uh fish i know uh you how, how far did you end up getting in Sekiro back in the day before you set it down do you
2: remember mm. I got, I think, right before the Jinchiro, or I I don't know how to say his name, but essentially I mean, that the guy's top of the tower. first fight. Yeah, top of the tower. Right. Um, but um, I don't know because he beat it, the guy does... the horse, right? I did, yes, and went okay. up that the whole castle and okay. beat the bull. I think was uh-huh. next after that, and then bull. Fuck that bull! Um, I beat that bull today. <laughs> Oh, did you? Cool. All right. Um, but no, like the, 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 I don't know. I, 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 I guess I'm at the halfway point. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's, that's about um, it.
1: That, that, well, is but it, okay. you can go okay. both fight ways. You can go in into its, the past in and itself. you can go forward. So, right. Yeah, but like that's, that fight is kind of a big dividing line as far as like once you do that fight, it's kind of downhill from there. Like there are still harder bosses past that point but that fight in particular has so many different mechanics going on all at once that it's Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot to wrap your head around compared to some of the other fights where you're just you're learning a couple attacks and that's it um and like once once you're able to grasp that fight a lot of the rest of the game is uh it seems way more manageable it seems easier because you have a you've sort of mastered
2: the Mm systems yeah And yeah, yeah that's kind of typical of from software games as well like you come across a big fight, and once you master that technique of fighting it like it makes you know uh pass encounters easier and, and it also yeah it, it almost just it's almost like a confidence boost almost, and you can just run through the great game from there yeah. there on but um mm-hmm. so yeah that the halfway point um you know my my stream was actually on kind of a delay to you guys. So, as you guys were like as they announced it, I was just like, "What is it?" And you guys were just like, "Oh, I could see that." And I was just like, and then my mind just like immediately r- raced through all of them, and I was just like, "Was it Smash Bros?" because I could see that too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, And I was just like, "So Smash Bros won." And then eventually they were like Sekiro. and I was just like, "Oh, okay, so um, uh,
0: yeah so and I, yeah. so yeah, so you were happy about that.
2: I was, yeah, yeah. I I think that's the one game this year that I have probably put the most time in, or not the most time, actually, but enjoyed my time with, actually, so.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I'm glad for them.
0: That's cool, that's cool. I I agree, we were all, as long as, no, I'm not going to pick on that game again, Um, it was the thing that people have to remember about this is sometimes it's a compromise. Even with all these 80 publications voting, this particular award is a look at our game of the year, right? It's always a compromise. It is an average. So Secro mm-hmm. could literally have been third on every list. And that might've been enough points wise to get to the top. It's sort of like a feast for crows right. kind of a thing. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah. Fun. Yeah.
3: I what so when I did that interview with Ian Dallas, uh, a few well, was about a year and a half ago and well, actually it's almost two years ago now. It's weird to think about. Um, he was, he's the creative director of, um, what remains of Edith Finch. And I was talking with him about this and I remember asking him the question of, um, what do you think of like being nominated for an award? Your game was nominated for an award. Isn't that amazing? Like, you know as an outside perspective looking in, you think oh that's that's gotta be amazing, and you know you can you can be appreciative of of it and you can be happy of it, but like he he said something that has stuck with me and has' really mm-hmm. soured me on any type of gaming award, and he's like, you know I've been a part of those things as both like a reviewer making decisions and as a person who created art that's being judged, and those awards are kind of, you know, they're not as, like, prestigious as people think. I mean, like, there there are certain things, like, where they go into certain categories, and they're created um, basically to spread love around multiple places. So everyone gets nominated for something, or everyone gets love shown. And they do this in part because if they were to, like, just go with what they thought was best, then it would be like two games getting 10 awards. Yeah. And yeah. then at that point, it's like, why am I watching the awards if two things are going to win? Yeah. So his point there was, you know, it's basically, yeah, it's it's an honor and it's cool to be nominated, but he doesn't, like him, he himself personally doesn't put much stock into being nominated or even necessarily winning that award because he's like, you know, how, how do I know if it's really because everyone genuinely thought that that was the best game of this year, whether it was a narrative or music or sound design, any any of that, or if it was, okay, well, this game hasn't won an award yet, and it was critically acclaimed by a lot of people. Let's slide it into this slot, because it fits pretty well, and it it hasn't won an award yet. And it's funny, because that's... Honestly, you know, if I am being reflective and I'm being completely honest with myself, a lot of times that is how we select certain games here for our game of the year. Not always. Um obviously there have been years where we get into massive disagreements and even arguments, very heated discussions and they're very funny and enjoyable, but at the same time, uh we look at for example, we've referenced this the past few weeks, the game from 2008 to 2018 when we did our um, I think it was our one hundred or yeah, it was our one hundred or our one hundred and fifty episode anniversary kind of thing. And we we chose a game from those past ten years that we thought were reflective of us, that we thought was um a game that, you know, we all played that was good. And we all had differing answers, but then we all mm-hmm. kind of just came and agreed upon Pokemon X and Y, because that was the best middle ground, middle of the road thing that we could pick.
0: So, yeah. when it comes like to like not awards, top on anyone's list, shows, that's
3: but how I feel about
0: yeah. it. Well, but yeah, but I think he's missing. The, and that's one thing when I heard your interview, which was a great interview. Um, and I immediately like kind of disliked the guy a little bit when I heard that because I feel like right after that, he won a BAFTA for best game for Edith Finch, too. And it sort of felt like, the, yes, the idea of why we do that is to find an average of us as a group, right? That's what we did with like last year. With um, Into the Breach. And I think there's value in that. So the whole point of the ceremony is to find an average of these many things. When you have 80 different publications with so many different personalities, it is designed to spread the love around. It's supposed to be a celebration of the industry. Um, and he kind of came off to me as like, oh, these award ceremonies, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, pfft, this guy. Um, but, and then he won a fucking BAFTA for like, the best fucking game, which is, like, a very prestigious award. And I'm like, I wonder if his opinion had changed
3: after he won the BAFTA. Um, that's what I was curious about. Um, I, he's, and you see, I took it a different way. Like, A, he was, he's been involved in those game awards, so, like, he sees all the, like, not necessarily nefarious, but just, like, not even necessarily underhanded, just, like, stuff that, you know morally rubs you the wrong way or makes things that seem more prestigious not so prestigious you know he had a he had an actual direct look at that where we are sitting there on the outside looking in first off and second i took it less so that he was just poo-pooing on it and more that he was just being humble and being like you know i mean it is really cool um yeah cool awesome you know but um, I still want to create more stuff. I like, it's not like uh, he's not letting it elevate him to this higher level kind of thing. But you know, yeah, like everything that's, that's a nice thing about when people talk is it's, 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 it's like a double edged sword. Everything's left open to interpretation. And so you took one thing from it. Yes. I took a totally different mm-hmm. thing from it. So
0: I, I, I guess maybe it's cause I saw in the wind, the bath, I'm like this ungrateful mother. But I mean, if you're going to be <laughs> humble, be humble in a different way. But I would, but I agree with you, Shay. I would just say that, um, the way they go, I think it's important to distinguish how the each ceremony goes about with their awards. Like this is not the MTV Movie Awards, right? Like every place is going to go about their nominations differently. So I always try to research how the BAFTAs select things, how the Game Awards select things, and I think there are some awards ceremonies that do. Like the fact that Sekiro won alone proves that there is a level of integrity to this voting process that even surprised us. Um, I I'm sure there are some that are pretty popularity contests, and those are probably. Um, garbage. I mean, but you have to just look into each of those. I think to blanket, all I'm saying is to blanket all award shows is that is a little bit, eh, whatever. Anyways, it's a good, if you want to listen to the interview, um, that me and Shay are arguing about, you can go find it on, uh, his podcast, Evoking the Sublime. Hasn't been updated in a while, but the interview is still there. It does exist. Um, anyways, yes. Game of the Year Sekro. An average, probably. All I was trying, yeah. Good year to capitalize on a strange year for games. Many people have said. Um, mm-hmm. So the I was kind of pissed. Best music got sort of relegated to like the pre-show. We talked about this before the podcast. Um, even though I was happy with the the winner because it was my personal choice, I was just disappointed. Last year I bitched to Keeley on Twitter to my <laughs> seven followers. I was like Keeley why do you put the music award in the beginning? And he did it again. And it's just, it feels like they're saying music is somehow a lesser thing. And I don't, I just don't like that implication.
1: Um, Yeah. I don't know. We yeah, have so many to get through, but yeah, it does seem like that would be one of the big awards of, right? a, of a given year is, you know, like that just, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's just us. Maybe we just love music so much that it's just like, it feels like personally offensive that, You know, the music gets kind of tossed in while everybody's still warming
2: nachos. (laughs) Yeah, that is a shame that they do that. Um, Like, I I still remember, like, the performance of the year Doom 2016 came out. And, like, that blew me away that, you know, this game that had a phenomenal soundtrack was, it had its actual creator on stage. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I wish we could celebrate that more. You know, yes. on at, on those awards, like in that fashion. Like, the game awa- well, the the actual game award.
1: Yeah, like, but I mean, like, I- exactly, exactly. Like, think about they had a full orchestra playing music yeah. from these games while they're yeah. getting ready mm-hmm. while they while they're saying who all the nominees are for like game of the Announcing year them, yeah. obviously the music for these games but is
0: important like it it all right. it alternates and I wonder who decides that because yeah. best performance last year I no what was the year that Hellblade won? um 17 t- 17 the year uh was Hell- that last year? the yeah the year the year the girl won for Senua's Sacrifice was they had her come up on stage. It was an award. And then this year, Best Performance was relegated to the side stage, which is dumb because if Mad Mickelson was going to win and you could have him there and get up on your stage, that's a big thing. And it was relegated to us. So they seem like they kind of flip flop. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know why yeah. they do that.
2: Uh, I, I'm thinking maybe that Mads Mickelson didn't give a shit. He <laughs> didn't <laughs> want to be there. I don't think he was. He
1: wasn't, wasn't
0: going to be there. They're like, there. okay, yeah. we'll
1: kind of. Oh.
0: Yeah, Nuts. I felt bad I
2: mean, too because the girl who did sometimes um, it does happen
0: that that Courtney Hope who did uh, the c- character in Control who's just I think every she, other performance
1: hmm. nominee was there was there yeah except the guy who won yeah yeah I think all the rest
0: of them were there yeah God damn it Mads I want to yeah. take your side but he's probably too busy making real films. um <laughs> We'd I mean, he could but have been there, I'm, and
1: they just never panned the camera across him. But I, I didn't see him. No, with, he was. With the if he was there the, with the rest of the yeah. Death Stranding crew, they would have followed him to the goddamn bathroom. If
0: he, yeah, because Norman Reedus was on the camera like every ten seconds. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Norman Reedus is actually looking a lot older. I didn't realize that Kojima is working with the CG, with, not CGI, it's a fucking video game. I didn't realize Norman Reedus, or he was knocking the age off of Norman Reedus, because the Norman Reedus in that game does not look like the Norman Reedus in real life. Let me tell you. Uh, Norman Reedus in real life is, uh, let's just say he's seen some zombies in his day. Um... Anyways, yeah, and I agree with Shay, like the most of the options for best music were weird. Like Cadence of Hyrule was great and Siren of Wild Hearts was great, but Kingdom Hearts Three and Devil May Cry five were kind of head scratching. Like that, you uh, know, those
1: were strange choices. Not that they were bad, but all like there was so yeah. much amazing us- music this year. We were we were briefly yeah. talking about that before the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Shay, we all like Shay a ton of Zero. Yeah, Katana Zero is amazing. He like uh, he yeah. specifically brought up Ape Out, which has just this amazing like uh procedural, not procedural but like this this like drum beat that that changes as you're playing through the game. Yeah. That just yeah. feels so good as you're playing it because everything is fitting um The Rhythm is, of Violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that's another thing that um Untitled Goose Game did with the whole uh music that is affected by everything you do. So it's just, it's constantly perfect for the situation. Um, and it just, Goose yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> there are a lot of games this year that weren't nominated. And the fact that they just kind of threw it in the pre show was bullshit, to be honest with you. Like, music's one of the biggest parts of any kind of en- entertainment, like when it comes to TV or movies or music itself or video games obviously books don't quite qualify for that but everything else like music can be a make or break kind of thing for a lot of those forms of art and entertainment and Mm -hmm. for them to just blow by that in a pre-show award was just it sat super poorly with me and I I to me it was just affirmation of why i don't put too much stock in the awards you know like it wasn't just that one thing but it was just like a reminder of like oh yeah don't take these things too seriously because music absolutely should have been one of the main categories with how much work a lot of composers put in the games and how much people look fondly upon soundtracks it was just mind-boggling to me yeah
0: yeah, I agree with your the second part of what you're saying. I don't agree with the first because um, the voting jury that puts these awards into place, I, I think it is worth putting stock into. The voting jury for these awards is like the biggest publications across the world. So we might disagree with it, but that is a collection of basically every major outlet across the world. And that's what they decided on. I don't agree with it. I'm I'm with you 100% on that shay. But I, I feel like that's sort of I don't want to relegate the because I mean literally I'm looking at the voting jury right now and it's pretty insane who was involved. So
3: um Yeah. How the hell Kingdom Hearts 3 you got I, up there? I, I, I do not I don't know. Like I can't And and that's the that's the hard thing. That's that's the hard thing about the nature of awards in general. And it's kind of something why we've stayed away from reviews with this podcast is like it's difficult to like i can i can see it being a collective and you know there's some maybe there are some high names there i don't know i don't know the list nor do i care but uh with a list of a lot of people and they kind of aggregate something into st- stuff they can agree i can respect that and i can understand that there's probably going to be some level of deeper thought going into it but also i kind of think it comes back to what we were talking about earlier, how there are probably some concessions made because it is a big group of people trying to decide on five or six titles that should be nominated. And that's completely based off of, uh, style interest and whatnot. Because like for me, if I've, if, you know, we, w- i I assume I can't remember we are doing a music category for our game of the year show. Correct. Yeah. Of course. Okay, so, <laughs> with with that like my like my my choices are going to be vastly different than um like as a list as a whole is going to be vastly different than each one of your guys's mm-hmm. you know and there there might be some overlap with Specific games, but our lists are going to be so different because music hits everyone on such a different level, and it's the same with any kind of art. So that's the nature of these awards. Like you can appreciate the fact that it wasn't just one guy nominating five or six games; it was an aggregate list, and you can appreciate that. But also, you got to take it with a grain of salt because you're like you know that they have to come to some consensus, and it's going to be stylistically, um, genre-wise, everyone's going to have a different opinion
0: compromise yes i don't like the word concession but i'll compromise i agree for sure you'll give them that and that's okay well I'll compromise with compromise <laughs> uh <bruv>. all right <sighs> hey god this is exhausting already you only got the two categories i don't i don't think i have a heart for this and furthermore gan- I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited for you to hear the music in uh, Death Stranding, Shay, because it is pretty good. It's probably one of the few things that all of us on the show so far have enjoyed about a very polarizing game. <clears throat>
3: look, look, okay. I will be honest. That starting like is that that song in Death Stranding that starting song from the awards? No, it's it's in the uh, credits.
1: Yeah, it's in the credits. Yeah. Okay, it's it's not I, technically. I don't common. know
3: who churches is. To be honest with with you, I'm not huge in a pop music. I enjoyed that that's I enjoyed pop. that performance. I didn't yeah. necessarily enjoy the song a lot, but I definitely enjoyed the performance and it made me enjoy the song more had I not had I just heard the song without a performance, it made me mm-hmm. interested in the music of the game. I will admit that
0: well, yeah, they do a cool thing where they show the music as part of your
1: journey in interesting ways. Yeah. Um, Anyways, we'll talk. They do a really good job with that. It's, 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 I think we mentioned this before. I don't remember if it was one of the shows you were gone for. I think it was with, I think Rich may have been here, but anyway, for certain sections of, of Death Stranding, the, uh, the, the song information will pop up like a music video, but it'll stay there for like the entire length of the, of the song to like kind of, yeah like just give you this It's like a music of, video of that yeah, section of, of your that journey. section and like and it, it it almost makes you play differently because of it uh to try to you know <laughs> yeah, fit the yeah mood you're like oh i want to make this out. more cinematic <laughs> which is yeah it's 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 neat it's it's not something i've really had happen exactly like that before so
3: yeah i'm really i'm cool. afraid because all this little shit that you guys have talked about like some of it just like I love hearing about it, but like when Morgan goes on and on and on, there's only so much of it I can take (laughs) before, like. And it's no offense to you, Morgan. It's like I appreciate your passion, but sometimes the little things, the minutia that you focus on, really takes me out of like wanting to hear about a game. But when you bring a point up, and then like Fish and or Josh agree (laughs) on it, then it makes me want to enjoy something more and experience it more. And so <laughs> when somebody else goes, Yeah, no, no, that you, one actually does matter. Yeah, right, right. And then
4: <laughs> it's the same
3: thing with like honestly, yeah. And it's the same thing with not just Morgan, but a lot of people in my life. So it's not yeah. that I'm giving Morgan a hard time. It's just I'm a picky bitch. <laughs> well, but um, talk about when, with. A true but story. like the more that I've heard about this game that you guys have all kind of talked about and talked positively on, I'm afraid that I'm gonna start the game like on the 25th or something like that and i'm gonna be like why didn't i fucking play this sooner and then i'm gonna get super <laughs> into it after talking all this shit uh,
0: well if you start the game on the 25th i will probably kill myself all right so moving on from best music
1: let me pencil um, that in <laughs> himself the
0: 25th. pencil it right. in morgan yeah. murders himself yeah. everybody please get the chapter four please um, okay, so Best Strategy Game went to Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I know
1: me and Shay were happy about. Um That was year, actually a close so. one between Fire Emblem and Wargroove. Like that those are both amazing, amazing yeah. games. Yeah, like I think the other ones when I saw like when I, like, saw, if like if when you're you're I was watching into the yeah.
3: Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say when I was watching the VOD, uh when I saw that category up and that Fire Emblem I think was the first or second game that popped up and I was like no contest and then they slipped in war groove at the end i was like you motherfuckers <laughs> to make me pick between those two games but it's definitely it's definitely mm-hmm. war groove or uh, sorry it's definitely fire emblem war groove is a close <laughs> second but
0: now you're just confused war groove yeah war groove is, is is interesting because it's basically like fire emblem but without any of the good stuff um
1: it's not
3: yeah, yeah. Remotely like as per usual but that's okay <laughs> yeah,
1: like it literally has none of the same mechanics so. I know. That's why it's terrible. Yeah.
0: All right, let's uh move on. I'm just kidding. I don't like it, but I understand why you guys like it. I respect yeah. it. you um, have to use strategy. But yeah, that's a, You can't
1: just overlevel.
0: That's a wash category right there. That's almost unfair to those other games.
1: Yeah, it really is with as much traction as Fire Emblem got this year. Like it has been yeah. huge. So,
0: apparently it was the most voted game at the Game Awards and won some mm-hmm. sort of secret fan award that nobody knew about. So, I have proof. I took a screenshot. It's real. Uh, anyways, yeah, I feel like we like that. I feel that's like me and Shay I, like that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't interrupt you. Go ahead.
3: No, that's all good. It's one of the reasons why I also do not take the Game Awards seriously either. It didn't get nominated for Game of the Year, did it? Like the actual Game of the Year. Because I haven't made it that far in the VOD yet, unfortunately. No, I'm almost at the end.
0: No, no. It, it didn't, but I, I feel like that's more to do with... As good as that game is, the the general like when I talk to people about Fire Emblem that the listen to there our are a show, lot of people got that it, just they, write
1: off strategy games.
0: Your strategy games, they write off anime games, or, or a mm-hmm. lot of people that listen to our show have tried it and told me they didn't like it. So I don't know what to tell you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, just, think about how I, strange, it, make strange sense it, was it was that we voted. all went into the breach so much. Like that's bizarre. That's true. Like nobody like a strategy game game of the year. What is this? So, I,
3: yeah. It sure. It's just show. weird that it got voted by the fans.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, like right? SB
3: in the game of the year, but it didn't yeah. even get to a nod. To be fair,
0: Fi- F- Fire Emblem has a I much... know that is
1: strange to me too.
0: Fire Emblem got much better reviews than Control and Outer Worlds, but whatever. I don't want to start that argument right now. Mm-hmm. Fire Emblem has like a ninety Metacritic. Um. Well, yeah, you're right, Josh. It's it's like you guys are saying. It's a genre thing. People mm-hmm. see turn-based strategy game, and they go, Ugh.
1: Yeah. What is
0: Madden doing here?
1: Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, look. Like,
0: look at me. I'm Morgan. I am a—if I like those games, come on, you should give it a shot. What, can I, what does that say?
1: Morgan, Morgan had to—well, I was going to say he had to read, but most of it's voice acted. So uh, he probably didn't.
3: <laughs> y'all are—so y'all are, here's the thing. Morgan says that, but you're missing the most—the key ingredient why Morgan played those games and not the others. Boobies. Waifus. Yeah. Waifus and boobies. It helps.
0: But I played the very first... (laughs) Dude, I played the very first Fire Emblem game in a van on the way to Las Vegas when I was 18 years old on a Game Boy Advance, and I liked that game a lot, but I was like, at the end of the day, it was still one of those frustrating-ass turn-based games, and we are a far cry from that Fire Emblem game. Mm -hmm. Um, But I loved it at the time. I still loved it. And there was no boobies. They were way too pixelated to make out... At all, all right? But there are waifus. Well, there were. I I may have Googled the characters. No, we know you Googled them.
3: <laughs> That's why your name is Stalker Man. Mm-hmm
0: what would they what would i even be in death Stranding? you know she would just come up to me and he's just like why are you hunting all these girls profiles what what are you doing there it's like i need, I you, need to you to deliver me a package norman i need I, me, was you get <laughs> <fleshlight>. <laughs> I was just gonna fucking say that he's the guy who delivers panties to everyone oh norman aritas can deliver my fleshlight mm. um I like, I still love the idea that Norman Reedus has to deliver basic things like beer and pizza through barren hellscapes of death to boost morale. Mm-hmm. That's just, it's, it's comical to me. I delivered a pizza through a fucking blizzard, risking my life. Lo- okay, I'm
1: yeah. not going to talk about Destrian. You can anymore. do it that up. way, or you can, uh, it's funny. I, uh, right before I stopped robot? playing at the, uh, the end of last week, I, uh, I rebuilt two major highways, like heading out of, ma- like, big hubs and i came yeah. back and i had like hundreds of thousands of likes on these things because i what? rebuilt major Did you, major really? major highways um That's like amazing. like and and including two stretches that ended up making a bridge over one of the larger rivers in the game and uh is
0: that right out of that chapter 3 town that major yeah port? yeah there okay. cuz
1: like it seems to be that there's separate shards like it doesn't seem like the entire world is connected it's like you yeah. it kind of kind of kind of like uh, how sea of thieves does it but like um, it seems to be like, I don't know. They probably give you like an ID and then you're set on that particular shard. But no one in my shard had rebuilt these very That's important amazing. highways.
0: Hundreds of thousands of likes? Yeah.
1: I came back wow. the next week and it was just like, I, I kept getting notifications for like the first 10 minutes I was playing, or it was just like, so and so like this. Like, yeah. I it wish was, I could see more it of the stuff you were building. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know how they split that up, but. I'm a leecher, Josh. I just leech off other things other people build and mm-hmm. I don't build anything myself. <laughs> so I'm a leech. Yeah. But I like everything. I'm a good man. I
1: like it. I go, beep, beep, it's beep. a way to be. It's a way to be, yeah.
0: And I change the music to my favorite song on those little things that people build where you can change the music. I don't know why I do it, it's pointless, but I do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, best narrative went to Disco Elysium. Unfortunately, a game that has slipped through the void of Sword Chomp. But I uh, know
1: I I bought it recently, and I still have yet to have a chance to play it because we've just been so busy trying Do to. Do you catch have it up. on Steam? It's on Steam. Yeah, I have it on Steam, okay. and yeah, just with everything else, I've been trying to catch up on, trying to still trying to finish Death Stranding, and uh, I've got a couple other ones that. Um, that have come out, like Disco Elysium, and then, uh, um, like, I need to get to that, but um, Indivisible is another one of the uh, RPGs that came out this year that I've just been really, really wanting to play because it just, uh, yep. it looks like it's right I up my heard, alley. I uh, read a lot about that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe, I mean, I'll be too stressed to probably include it, but I'm going to try and squeeze even a day or two in mm-hmm. just because I, you know, or maybe something to talk about when the new year starts because I have yeah, heard nothing but being good that things about us. it.
1: Cause it's just, it's, yeah, we're getting so late in the year. So,
0: good things though. Um, Disco Elysium won best narrative and best new independent game, which is pretty prestigious.
1: So, yeah, that's pretty cool. The uh, the Looks... independent game really should have gone to uh, the Outer Wilds because that game is just that was your so quote, so good. Quote. Yeah, um, the uh, it, the the way they handle exploration is just the best i have played in forever um like it's it's a like you're exploring an entire solar system but they give it to you in recognizable enough pieces that it feels almost like you're i was getting i briefly mentioned this before when i was first playing the game but like it ends up feeling kind of like when you're learning the world of majora's mask And like you've just like you've got this clockwork thing that you're just trying to explore every nook and cranny of. Uh, You see, it was too above my head. I had trouble understanding what I was uh, doing, where I was. Yeah, like it doesn't really lead you by the hand at all. It's got a journal that will update as you see things in case you miss it. Mm -hmm. Um, But even that will it's not enough like you still have to really like understand the mechanics f- of of how everything works together uh, yeah i feel like people so who good. like
0: these games really like to put a lot more like physical work into their experience for example mm-hmm. there's someone that i listen to on giant bomb named vinny who really liked this game and uh obradin and oh, both yeah. those games are games that require like almost yeah. more work on your end as a player even you can maybe be taking notes or whatever it is mm-hmm. because everything like you're saying is done on your side almost and it's a lot for me it's overwhelming for me like I don't mind putting in a lot of time and effort into a game but sometimes those games are even too much for me
1: mm-hmm. um yeah I can't they can't take don't give you anything have a baby in one yeah they really they, yeah and that's uh that that is that's going to be and I think that's probably well I mean I want to say that but then considering that Disco Elysium 1 that's still a fairly, you know, like, hardcore like, RPG-ish, like, you know, like, tabletop RPG sort of mechanics to it. So, yeah. like, it still seems, like, fairly niche, so. um,
0: I'll try to go through these a little quicker. Best art direction was Control. I felt like that was, de- even though it wouldn't have been my choice, that was deserving. Mm-hmm. Control has a fantastic art direction. The old, what is it called, the oldest building? The, the oldest house. Um, The oldest house, especially toward the end of that game, there are sequences that are really fantastic. I mean, sometimes it just looks like an office building to me, but uh, when it gets weird, it gets weird in a really interesting and profound level. So,
1: yeah, it's uh, it's it's neat because like the office building parts even feel like they're just kind of burrowed into the side of this monolithic thing. Um. Yeah. So you'll have like cubicles, and then open up into these gigantic cathedral-like rooms that are somehow, you know, still need. It's to like be functional you walk into the office. TARDIS. Yeah.
0: It's like a phone booth, and you walk into it, but yeah. there's actually a yeah. giant. Sp- you know, it's like one of those mm-hmm. weird illusions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. They did. Yeah. The art direction in that game is is really great. And I, I'm that's that's one that, like you said, even if it's not your personal favorite, the work they put into that is just outstanding so yeah I agree
0: that's the thing I love the most about this awards sh- for so far like I'm happy with how they spread things out I really am like I'm trying to think if there's someone out there that loves a game like I think Fire Emblem got shafted a bit but it won two awards even I think that game got shafted and it still won two awards so like I think they do a really good job and maybe that's how they set up the categories so, maybe some of it's psychological like um, Shay was saying earlier but I just feel like Things get spread around, and I I just feel like that's a good thing. Now there were some things we took issue with, like best action game, Devil May Cry was fine, um, but none of us here have a strong opinion on that. I'm trying to find one that we did not like. A uh, best family game, Josh was happy about Luigi's Mansion Three.
1: Oh yeah, um, that almost could have been best. It, that almost could have been in the best game category over some of the ones in there. It's 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 that good. Like I'm 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 yeah. sad that you guys have. Not played it yet, not because of like Game of the Year award type stuff, but just because it's it's a shame to miss. It is it is. Yeah. Well, if you had told um, me
0: like Morgan, this is going to be probably one of my top five games, I would have yeah. found a way to play it. But you were just like, I love it a lot. Yeah. So I'm like, Ugh.
1: well, it's yeah, like it's it's. I wasn't sure how much I was going to love it going into it because it's it's so different from beginning to end, um and it's it's got some of the best boss fights of the year. In there, which, like, I didn't expect that going into the game. I'm just like, oh, I really like say. this, and then, like, you get farther and farther in the game, and you're like, some of these boss fights are like, like, it's just like they're really good, and like, this, like, they're occupying the same space in my brain that a lot of the amazing fights in Sekiro had. Like, they're just, they are wow. good boss <laughs> Compare fights. Compare
0: Luigi Mansion to Sekiro. Yeah. I have never thought I'd see that. I mean, obviously not
1: in like oh, sheer difficulty, but as far as like like what they're getting across for the game. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're good. They are good, good boss fights. So, um,
0: best role playing game, also Disco Elysium. Uh, let's see, best, we already mentioned best independent game. I was pretty happy about best game direction going to Death Stranding, but I told you on the stream, I admitted that I was surprised because I feel like the biggest criticism people have in the media is they don't like his style
1: of directing, uh, Kojima, if you don't like the game. So I was actually Yeah, like if you don't like it, that's kind of the reason why. It's all the, you know, kojima But if you do like it, that's the reason why too, so... I don't think so. I really like it because the gameplay is so good. Like, it is just a joy to play. And obviously, he's directing that too. It's not that he's just directing these cutscenes. That's fair. That's so, fair,
0: yeah. But yeah. And the thing that gets lost is Death Stranding won, their studio One, It wasn't just Kojima that won. Yes. They, they, no, he gets the name, but they're saying the game... And I like that award because they're saying as they're awarding that game, it may not have won Game of the Year, but they're saying... The best vision of the games announced, whether was that award. So I, I was, I thought that was cool because that game is so weird that I was happy to see that win. Um, mm-hmm. I was able to stomach the game of the year loss better. <laughs> Let's see here, but yeah, I know people just say. Oh. I Jeff, Jeff Keighley tweeted about that today. He was like, uh, "Internet theory." Oh man, you guys are gonna like this. Hold on, let me let me get this up. Um. It had to do with Beaker. You guys were freaking out about Beaker during the show? That Muppet guy you guys were freaking I, out I
1: about? I love Dr.
3: Bunsen Honeydew. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: I love Beaker. And Beaker.
3: They're, they're that, some of the best. That yeah. was the best part of the awards. I got to that part this morning when I was making <laughs> breakfast. That shit was fucking hilarious. That was amazing. Yeah. That, that was yeah, very that duck, well
1: executed. Oh, I know. Beaker in, in the Untitled Goose Game was just so great. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Who who knew that's the crossover that people needed?
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs>
3: he was like, um,
0: internet theory, TGA, an elaborate ruse to give awards to Kojima. Reality, TGA, an elaborate ruse to get Beaker in a game.
4: So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: People just don't understand how that voting, they just don't get it. He, he can't, he doesn't, he's not a voter. He doesn't vote. <laughs> he just has nothing to do with him. Uh, oh, well, it's how it goes. What can you do? Um, so yeah, I was happy with those three awards for *The Stranding*. I felt satisfied. Best esports game, *League of Legends*. Esports coach, and no one cares about this shit. The best, the best tweet I read was like, "Best esports coach," and they had all the names. It was like Zonic, zachshacha Koma, Grabs, Kane, Adrian, and mm-hmm. some guy was like, "For a non-gamer, reading that category is like having a stroke." <laughs> it's like, holy shit, that's so fucking true. It's so dumb sounding. Um, I'm not hating. It just sounds dumb. All right. Let's see. All right. I'm trying to fly through the good ones that you guys would care about. Uh, esports, the guy who won the Fortnite tournament, Booga. He yeah. won that. I'm no no just sitting surprise. there
1: like Barada Nikto. What, what does that, what does that mean even?
0: <laughs> I just think it's funny that someone's silly screen name becomes like their claim to fame. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, Fishsticks115 is Fish's whatever Instagram. He used to use his old account, right? What if that was his, you know, or Sucking on Fishsticks69 or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, it's just funny that that becomes like their moniker. I know that's the word I'm looking for. All right, is there anything I'm forgetting here? We did Disco Elysium. Um, we talked about Fire Emblem. Player's voice. That's what it was called. Player's voice. Fire Emblem. Congratulations. Uh, Best performance, of course, Mads Mickelson. Beat Saber won Best VR Game. Shout out to that. Apex Legends, Shay and Fish would be happy that Best Multiplayer Game went to Apex. So, overall. deserves that. You think so,
2: Fish? Gotcha. Yeah, because it's the, well. Yeah, that's the only multiplayer game I think I've played this year, so.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like like a fish but jumps I in have immediately. A lot of fun with it. Yeah, it. I mean Smash, but somehow that wasn't oh, on that. Oh, was that true. even on that list? Hmm. I can't oh. remember if it was on that category. It should be. Yeah, like because it, it was on basically everything else, and that uh... anyway. Huh?
0: How, yeah. How would it be nominated for Game of the Year, but not it won Best Fighting Game? Yeah, but that was a that's a I don't know. Oh maybe, yeah, you can play Call of it's Duty not on the
1: strictly multiplayer. Were all the rest of them strictly oh, multiplayer. Yeah, it yeah, been yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Because I like, I don't think there's. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everything it else there was strictly multiplayer. Like there was. Nothing. It wasn't
0: nominated. We have um, Borderlands Three, yeah. Apex Legends, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, Tom Clancy's Borderlands
1: Division Three is not a multiplayer game. See, it's not strictly multiplayer. So it's I don't know. It is strange. Anyway, it's not that I'm not that I'm trying to take it away from them. That that is a great game, but it does. Little funky, yeah. It's it's strange. It's strange what gets nominated for what. I'll uh, definitely agree there. So
0: mm-hmm. they want Super Smash Brothers to win everything. Maybe that's part of just the idea of spreading it around. Who knows? Um, but Fish said with confidence, meekly over the microphone, that the one game you played <laughs> this year online <laughs> was the best online game. So there you go.
2: Mm-hmm. There it is.
0: <laughs> best audio design: Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs>
1: Probably does have great sound design, but fuck Call of Duty.
2: Uh, no, they do a see. great
1: job with their sound design. Like I was – some of the other options there I thought were like more impactful because it wasn't just gun sound effects. But considering the actual – the amount of information you have to get across in a shooter like that just through sound is massive. If, if sound yeah. design isn't good in a shooter, but- <sighs> the game isn't good. So but like, like, can, like I, it's a, yeah, I, yeah, I will absolutely give them that all day. Like whether, whether I like the game or, or not, like that sound design is so important and they nail it every time. Like those are some of the best guys in the industry making, making sound for that game. So I
0: just couldn't believe it beat be Resident Evil 2, Sekiro and Control. Like it's like the seven thousands Call of Duty game. I'm just like, come on. I don't know. Whatever. We don't get a vote yet, but we will one day. God damn it. We'll mm-hmm. be on that voting panel. <laughs> all right. Uh, and you can play Call of Duty on the Pooper and it won Best Mobile Game. And Josh was not happy about that over no, Grindstone. No, not even
1: a little bit. Like, there were so many better games. Grindstone is amazing. What the Golf is just... What the Golf is probably the best mobile game of all time. Like, it is it is the perfect mobile game. It is It is amazing and it's it's really a shame i'm ashamed. sad that
2: i don't get to play that game because all i have is an android and yeah
1: it's it's and uh me. i believe it's on other platforms now like it's it's the best on mobile because it is the perfect game to just pick right. up and play a couple levels on mobile yeah. but i think it's on other things now i'm pretty sure it's on pc let me let me look that up for
2: you well well, it looked like, like a lot of the stuff that you were doing in-game, in Like you showed a lot of videos of it, actually, in our chat, and like a lot of the stuff looked like it was very like flick-based, where mm-hmm. like you flick it's, uh, on there, and it, it seemed very intuitive. Yeah, in it's on regard. Switch, uh,
1: and if if you can play it oh. on the touchscreen on Switch, that sounds perfect.
2: Oh, uh, I, yeah. I don't
1: have confirmation you can play it with the touchscreen, but I can't imagine they wouldn't let you play it on, with the touchscreen. Uh, right. So, yeah, that would be... That'd be another great way to pick it up if uh, if you don't have it on Ooh. Apple Arcade. I'm to grab it on the Switch. Okay. So. Mm. Good, great
0: might music, though.
2: To, might have to pick uh, that up.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um. So the big news was, and I asked our audience about this, I want to get you guys' opinion. Out of nowhere, we were flabbergasted on the stream. Xbox literally announced their new console at the Game Awards. It was not E3. Boom. It was almost like, casually like, just like oh by the yeah, way yeah
1: <laughs> like it felt like it was tacked on to the end of another trailer for something else then all of a sudden we're seeing the new Xbox you're like what the hell is happening like i i don't know what just happened
0: yeah perhaps we were just blabbing too much we weren't paying
1: attention i don't know no it no did, it was I it was out of nowhere thing. and then all of a sudden <laughs> the uh yeah they just they they show up after the trailer and start talking about it a little bit and you're like okay i i guess this is happening we just we just watched them reveal I mean, it's not like they revealed a lot. They just, you know, showed the shape of the console is basically all they showed us there. <laughs> and they totally Gave talked to Dude, yeah.
0: it's a fucking computer. Okay, yeah. I got to know. Shay, you didn't, you came to this late, so I want to know what you think of this, because you were, did you first hear, okay, when did you first hear about this, Shay?
3: Uh, watching the VOD last night. Okay,
0: okay, so watching our stream. Yeah. And what are your thoughts?
3: Um, it's cool. I mean, like, I I was a little bit surprised that they chose the Game Awards to announce it and not E3, which kind of further makes me think that E3 is slowly going to die out because if they're going to start making announcements like that, like directs or announcements at, like, Game Awards, really, there's no... no Like, I don't think E3 will die out. Let me reword that. I don't think it's going to die out. I should say that it's going to be less prominent Of a place to announce new games and new consoles and new hardware. It's not going to be like that cutting edge place where you get all of that information. It seems like like they're trying to spread it out over different places now. Exactly. And they're trying to and companies are trying to take more of that control upon themselves to be able to announce it when they want to announce it and when they feel ready to announce it.
1: Yeah. It does seem like they're trying so many of the other conventions through the year have gotten bigger and bigger as the years have gone on that like you'll see major stuff announced at you know uh, at gamescon at pax at you know the game awards and uh, and people are just they're realizing that instead of trying to lump it all together and win e3 we can just put it out when it makes the most sense to get you know it's like the biggest response um so yeah i, th- I think you're absolutely right i don't, I don't think that they're the e3 is dying out so much as it's just it's got a share it's got a share and it's never had to before so it's uh it is well, it is a change yeah
0: yeah the, yeah. the point and josh I made on this
3: sh-
1: no i agree shay the point josh made on the stream last night that i thought was interesting
0: was that maybe to play devil's advocate even though e3 you could argue is taking a lesser role maybe it's just because they want to be able to show you more games and products at e3 um like josh was hinting at because that thing is launching holiday right so if you announce it at E three, you don't have time to really show and build the games up before that thing launches in four months. So yeah. this way is almost smarter because we talk about it for four months. E three comes around, they can show us games yeah. like Shay, you probably busted a nut
1: when you saw Hellblade Two fucking running on this thing. Um Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly like at this point, we know what it looks like and release date. Not a lot else other than, like, the general spec ideas they gave us at E3 last year. But yeah. we've got months of lead-up going into, well, what's going to release on it? Why am I going to want to buy this thing? And that's, E3 is perfectly situated to give us the games that are the reason you'd buy an Xbox. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And is, I feel I feel oh, like... Oh, I assume that's what they're I... thinking. It's... Anyway.
3: Yeah. And I agree with you, Morgan. I think that's, that is smart of them. I think that also kind of speaks to Josh's and my idea that E3 is just developing into something else now. And I think that it's cool. I think it's cool that E3 isn't the one, like the once a year time to get all the major gaming information, because that takes a lot of pressure off yeah. of smaller companies and smaller developers. It allows for things like better marketing practices and strategies to happen. Like if this was their Mm -hmm. goal all along to announce this during, like you're saying Morgan to announce it during this game awards. So they have a year to build hype. And then like Mm -hmm. Josh is saying, choose E3 to drop a bunch of games six months in advance to build even more hype. You're keeping a hype train rolling for a year to build into that one. And I definitely think that Microsoft needs, like Josh said on the stream, Microsoft needs the advantage right off right off the bat because they do. PlayStation and Sony mm-hmm. fucking destroyed them in this gen this past generation. Um, overall, it, yeah.
0: And I it's, bet there's stats, you know, you I 100% agree, but I bet they have stats that show that more eyes watch the game awards even though it would probably surprise us than potentially E3 press conferences. I bet that there's statistics out there that show that because and I don't know how much of a difference it would make, but um when I think about how they they launched it, it was December 12th, and we're talking about something that's E3 worthy. That's good for us. In our mm-hmm. business, this stuff is good for us because December is now an exciting month. December 12th, or whatever was December 12th, right, it was now like E3 right. level exciting for us. Yeah. That's cool.
3: Right, and maybe it's not necessarily the number of people that are watching, Morgan. You, you might certainly be right. I don't know. But I think with the stats, it wouldn't just be the number, it'd be the demographics of people that are watching the E3, or sorry, the game awards as well. Because, like, maybe there are a certain level of people watching the E3, but there are different, they're guaranteed different demographics that are going to tune into the gamer awards. And you know what? Maybe those same people uh... they have figured out are more apt to buy a console.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like I think you're right there about the demographics because anybody who's interested in game awards are probably the more hardcore gamers to begin with. They're they're the sort of people who will pick up a console at launch. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure there's a huge overlap between people who watch game awards and people who, yeah, buy a console day one. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Fish, what did you think of this? Oh. Yo, go ahead.
2: I, I think, I think like, the fact that they actually announced this and didn't necessarily have to, like, compete with any other companies as far as, like, buying for mm-hmm. attention is a smart move on Microsoft's um, point as far as, like, getting their brand out there uh, without, you know, their spotlight being overshone or anything like that. So um, I, I, I like the fact that they did that. Um, and, like, a lot of the stuff that was announced, like, in – uh, as far as like video games go, like that stuff seemed like smaller. like we were seeing like constant commercials for like Magic the Gathering um for mobile and stuff like that. So like there really wasn't that much uh, as far as like stuff that blows you away. so like, yeah, for, big game you know, drops
0: there wasn't yeah, yeah
2: not really big, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's kind of a smart move on Microsoft's part as far as like um announcing something and not necessarily having it um by you know playstation 5 or um uh-huh. any other companies out there yeah,
3: yeah. one thing Some- one thing i don't want to talk about right now af- after the xbox new conversation i do want to talk about um uh the new magic mmo that was just uh 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 announced, sorry, I was looking for the word announced. The That was announced at the Gamer Awards, so I do want to talk about that after. There was the, a the
0: Magic S1. the Gathering MMO?
3: Yeah, that was announced, and actually, I was which, watching the VOD, uh, and I got, oddly to, enough, I got to the point this morning, and you guys all, I don't know if all you guys, but it seemed like you guys were just, you guys just missed that one, which the, is not uh, a huge deal. So.
1: N- no, I, I mean, missed th- it, that's, yeah. I, I don't think that's on us as much as it's on them. They had fucking Magic commercials through the entire goddamn show, <laughs> we were ready to tune it out at that point. Right. Like Not, you can't, you can't but, do that. You can't have the yeah. big announcement be after eight other Magic: The Gathering commercials.
3: It's and I, I, yeah, and that's I think fair. that's the issue. It was that's, just fair. Are, that's Are
2: fair. they two different games? Or were they announcing like two different things? No, no.
3: So, or I guess that? we can get into this conversation. We're already there now. We're there now. Let's <laughs> yeah. just do it. So, right. um. Something they've had for a little while now is called Magic: The Gathering Arena. It's um, it's a program, essentially or app, whatever you want to call it. You download it and you play Magic online for free. Um, it's free to download, but you buy packs very much like you buy packs in a store. You open them, you can get foils there are different rare rarities. It's the same mm-hmm. thing as cards in person, except it's digital. Um, that's something that they were right advertising. That's been around for a while now. Um. And then they announced a new um, Magic MMO, uh, Wizards of the Coast did. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I think that this is kind of a... To me, like as someone who used to play Magic very fervently when I was much younger, I think it's really smart because... I I don't want to say Magic is dying, but I think the popularity... Is starting to dwindle and dwindle, and I think there's a lot of factors that yeah, the card games go space. into that. Like why why go somewhere yeah. to play cards when you can stay at home? There's Hearthstone and a mm-hmm. bunch of other Expensive. imitations and copycats. Yeah. There's a lot of factors. So for in order to for Magic and Wizards of the Coast to stay, um, granted, Wizards of the Coast has other um, irons in the fire, so to speak, but or other coals in the fire, I should say, but. Um no, no, you had it right. Th- in order for them to stay relevant and for them to stay, you know, keep that magic uh creation and that I'm gonna add a sound effect there. Please do. Yeah. Uh that like every like, if, in order to keep magic relevant essentially, they have to evolve and they started to with magic arena because people can play at home now which i think is smart because then you don't have to yeah. smell the stinky weebs that we, we are, are we don't have there to use and, uh,
1: open source you know like pirated versions of magic like we were already all doing right to, uh, right to play their we game <laughs> on the computer back. yes
3: exactly <laughs> uh-huh right they, they 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 made the the, the smart choice that uh other companies like nintendo have yet to make and it's like oh we see these people doing this illegal thing instead of just blocking it let's create a legal version of it so then they can Mm -hmm. do what they wanted to do (laughs) let's hire them and they were smart by doing that and i think they're smart by developing a magic mmo because there is a lot to that world there's a lot to that universe they actually yeah, um, mm-hmm. I don't know how many people know this, but there is like a whole book series that always comes out with each new Magic set. So there is a lot oh, yeah. of yeah. you can, you can know, read a sentence at a time at the bottom of each Magic there. card, right? There is that, <laughs> and yeah. so for them to create an MMO, I think is really smart because it is such a full universe. So I think it's I think it's a way for them to keep Magic relevant and kind of evolve um, to broaden their horizons, so to speak. So I think it was a big it would announcement, be cool to be playing a game and I think the you... big announcement was offset by all the Magic the Gathering arena tra- uh, trailers and commercials. If
0: yeah. if the game is of uh, of quality, it would be cool. Like, as someone who grew up playing Magic, it would be cool to be like, oh, shit, I'm fighting Rakdos. You know what I mean? Just because like, to see mm-hmm. all those like people and cards you, you played yeah. with, that would be pretty. Yeah. But the game has to be good. That's mm-hmm. my fear. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's you the know, thing. Like, it, I it kept know. going. I'm like, this now.
1: looks amazing. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, it's magic. It, it, it's the exact same game we've already seen eight other times. But it wasn't. But it was like, we, yeah, like we wrote it off as soon as they gave the reveal. Like, oh, this is what it is. And it was like, which was
3: sad at that point. Cause like, it did. You it know, looked cool. It, whenever I think I would have missed the announcement trailer, so. too. I think I would have missed it watching with you guys. Mm-hmm. But uh, someone who's pretty close to me uh, ended up, messaging me and it was like dude they just dropped this trailer for this new mmo and so i watched it and i mm-hmm. i saw that trailer before i watched that part in the vod where you guys had missed it and i was like i could see where they missed it because you guys had mentioned that all these magic commercials
2: kept playing so many at that point and then yeah.
3: that just kind of popped up in there and then i think you guys kind of just wrote it off as that which i could completely understand
2: I'll 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 admit, Shay. Like uh, I was excited, but like seeing the other guys' reactions to it, mm. I was just like, "Well, uh, I guess these guys aren't happy about it." All right, well, let's go watch it
1: after the show and figure out what. <laughs> well, the- I've already you've already watched it once. Well, actually, <laughs> well, knowing you, fish. you probably didn't. But uh,
0: I mean, Josh, you saw how lost and oblivious I was. Come on. Mm-hmm. Dude, oh you were goodness. fucking
3: clueless <laughs> during that entire show. <laughs> oh my God. The oh amount of times you'd say something okay. and then you'd just literally oh repeat it like a It was a minute so later. funny. Like,
1: I'd read a comment, the three of us would talk about it, and about 40 seconds later, you'd read the comment again. And, uh, yep. Well,
0: I was trying was. to keep, I was trying to talk to you guys and read the chat and watch the show. There's a lot going on, man. There is. A there is. Lot.
1: Re- keeping up with chat is, is, uh, that takes some Boy, practice. That, yeah, uh, yeah, it, it really does. And Josh it was does. getting the chat faster than I was for some at.
0: reason. Yeah, I don't know. Josh was reading from the bottom. I would be like reading from the top. I, th- I don't know. I don't fucking know. But yes,
3: I was lost no. often. Um, yeah, but much back like AM. on, but I guess back on track. Uh, and then we can. I, I don't know if you want to close this segment out, but uh, the new Xbox. I mean, it's the the shape of it is interesting. Um. It's, it's. It looks like two GameCube stacked on top of each other, kind of thing, or like a a Google Alexa or something along those lines. Which I mean, it's fine. It looks like like a desktop. Yeah, it kind of does. It kind of looks like a desktop. And I know a lot of people are complaining about the shape, and in my head, I'm thinking, do people just want shit to complain about at this point? Like, well, I mean, I mean. Yeah, Fishes used to be about people complaining about the
0: shape. And it's like, look, don't complain about the shape. Just give it a chance first, all right? It's, it's a lot better than you probably expect.
2: What are you, what are you what talking are... about there?
0: Oh, uh, uh, I, uh... <laughs> hmm.
3: uh... I'm going to miss those jokes, Fish. <laughs> I, like, literally, uh... <laughs> all we found out, like you guys said, is we found out one game that's coming out for it, which I'm fucking excited for. Mm-hmm and we knew i knew a sequel was coming like Josh and i talked about it like the the way that the first hellblade ended i mean you could you could totally understand if they were to release a sequel and i and yeah. i know you guys were theorizing that it may be a prequel as well either way i'm happy more hellblade more senua i'm completely happy about but all we heard was about a game and the shape and if people are bitching about that yeah what the fuck are you doing with your? What the fuck are you doing with your life? If you're sitting behind a computer screen, bitching about something that looks like a fucking computer, what are you doing all right, with well your
0: life? Well, before we get before we get too far, I already explained this on
1: the show, oh, but uh, <laughs> it's not <laughs> going didn't. to fit in an entertainment center because those things are all shaped to fit VCRs, even though no one has a VCR anymore. I mean, they all have like really short
0: gosh,
2: shelves. Who uses them. an entertainment it's like
0: a weird center in 2019? Yeah. Well, I, that's
1: I do.
3: <laughs> yeah, like literally everybody. Well, you're stuck in you're yeah. stuck yeah. in the 90s, Morgan. You Forever can what I in do. The 90s.
0: Well, what I do though is I put my I put it on the top shelf next to the TV. So mm-hmm. that's where I would well, exactly. Put the top. No, you
1: take the you take the TV out of the box, and then you just kind of lean it against the wall on top of the box. That's uh, that's how. That's how we do it now. It's uh, yeah. I don't know,
3: I don't know where you guys are getting all this money for for entertainment centers. That's... I just put my TV on some milk
2: crates. Some milk crates, yeah. You <laughs> put <laughs> <laughs> that's better than a box. Actually, uh, I'm proud of you, Shay. Thank you.
3: Actually, that's not true. I have a little entertainment center. <laughs> <here>. Fish, actually, <laughs> but like I, there's what a what flat, visited, open um... top where an yeah. Xbox tower pillar thing could sit. Mm
0: um fish actually did it really smart I mean, when like, i visited
1: no oh. like I, i've been giving it a lot of crap but killing me form factor wise <laughs> it takes up about as much space as a switch because you need room above it right. to put it and into the, thing- the dock so yeah like it's not mm-hmm. as big of a deal as i was making it out to be but it is kind of a no. dumb shape like it's it,
3: yeah it's not the worst thing in the world and the That's thing is all. you can put it behind your tv because it's so narrow
0: Mm-hmm. All right, I'll, I'll try this one more time. And furthermore, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it's actually it's actually pretty cool. When I visited Fish, what he did for his entertainment center to save money is so he actually took all of his old uh, porn VHS tapes that he wasn't watching anymore, and he stacks them up, and he just uses those stacks of old porn VHS tapes as a entertainment center because um, you don't need them anymore now that you have the internet. So I thought it was pretty yeah, so. and you can stare at naked people Jesus. while you watch
3: TV. So. Pretty cool. how could you the if boxes. they're on their side
0: well sometimes on the spine there's like little teeny t- I don't know come on work with me alright we have some comments from the, <sighs> the at sword chomp Instagram community I want to read uh, so I'm going to go through these a little quicker and I'm going to leave a little gap in between them so there's something you want to say jump in there like a hawk Whoosh, slide in there okay it's like a, a boss and Sekiro and you got to sneak in to break their posture Topher dude Said, I can't wait to stack my PS5 on top of it. That's ice cold, man. Ice cold. Mm.
1: It also seems like a great How way to know? overheat your PS5, <laughs> right? Yeah, because yeah, right? like that thing what shaped like Xbox? a chimney. It's gonna just direct all that heat <laughs> directly up to nice the PS5 try, Topher. and melt a hole right through the center of it. <sighs>
2: It's gonna melt the PS five yeah. into the Xbox <laughs> and then it's just gonna create just, the PSX yeah. box. It's like the Sonic you and Cardi Boxenes you combine box. them. Mm-hmm.
0: Whoa, the PSX box. The
2: PSX, PSX box?
0: <laughs> PSX box? No, the PSX. That's, you know they call no, it no,
1: the that's PSX. Morgan's that's yeah. that's that, that's Fish's entertainment center.
3: Yeah, the PSX box, <laughs> see? Yeah. But like yeah. how um, do you not know like how do you know that the PlayStation Five isn't going to be in that same design. What if they were well, the could, same exact? Then it's going to be
0: a giant chimney. <laughs> it's going to be two like giant chitzy
3: rolls. on top It's going to be like it's a fucking monolith in their living room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just walk or in like, and goes ah! two dicks touching tip to tip. <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> then you really do need the Halo theme playing every time you enter <laughs> your
1: house.
0: <laughs> they should have. Yeah, you they should have really. There, the thing
1: there are monkeys dancing around it you're like what the fuck not again <laughs> um, did, all right
3: honey did you bring home monkeys again god damn it
0: um ethan g said it sounds sick like the non-traditional look almost like a pc uh yes it is very non-traditional and it yeah it's competing with the pc market
1: j the uh the one the one misstep here on the whole non-traditional thing, they needed to have a great big handle on it, just like the uh, the GameCube did. If yeah. they're going to make it a big cube like that, put a handle on there. Two handles, one on each side. Well, I think turn it sideways and get a, just a giant handle, so it looks like oh. a massive like a stein. Case. You just you've got a, just a, this Stein. Oh you can just carry yeah. Around.
3: yeah, yep. You yeah. know what? I'm going to it. Take it a step further. I think that the, yeah, I agree that they should have had the handle. I also think that. They should have made the, the Xbox, whatever it's called. I forgot the name already. Series X, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They should have made it a little bit longer. And then the top is like this like little porcelain cutout area so you can pour in some game fuel and drink it while you're playing your Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe Monster. Mm. Yeah, because Monster's gonna have the deal with okay. Sony,
0: obviously, with Death stranding. You <laughs> know um- fucking
3: get wild. Makes make some monster game fuel cocktails. It uh I don't give I still a think shit.
1: Ex- it shouldn't yeah. be exclusive by then, because the PS or the um PC version comes out this summer. So
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Yep. That's true.
1: It may actually that's- be uh, I I don't see why they wouldn't have Death Stranding be a launch title. Just, you know, to pick On- up anybody who uh well, you know, I don't know if it's, is like a diehard anti Sony fanboy, which I'm sorry for them, but they probably exist. So, probably. Uh, J T Ruiz said
0: better name than I expected. I don't know. I don't disagree with like the Xbox X Series. I don't think it's bad, but like. Wouldn't like X tower or something cool been like, like, cause it like, to, the, there's, cause there's the shape no is way. like the
1: first, the, that there's no way they can salvage the naming convention at this point. They fucked themselves so badly with the Xbox. They've One They've dug themselves too deep. Oh is my God. The yeah. No, there's no way out mm-hmm. of this hole. And you know, the well, X series, or the, series the X tangle. Like it's just the uh, X, <laughs> it's going to have to be something completely new and completely dumb.
3: Every console from this point on. Tower
0: X,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I Tower you know, Babel.
3: You know, the way I took it is like with X series, we're talking about how they're moving like closer towards PC conventions and PC style. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that like this is going to be an X series and they'll have different line in the X series and they're going to have different series as well. So instead yeah. of having like yeah. the yeah. Xbox One S and the Xbox... Uh, what is it's it? just going to be the, the Xbox going forward. Yeah. Well, I just think Maybe. they're just gonna yeah, have Xbox and they'll just have different series. Mm-hmm. And the they'll X have series, different sub yeah. series or sub yeah. Yeah. um numbers within that series or whatever. And that way that's easy like quote unquote easier to parse which is which and you know like the X series, well, they excel in this. The Y series, they yeah, excel I don't, in this.
1: I think it's the opposite. It's not going to be distinguishable, but I think it's also not going to matter. I think that's the point. They want to just try to make it just the hardware going forward. Um, yeah. It
0: doesn't seem like they're going to need to make another box for maybe ever. This thing is giant. Why would you need to make another one? You know. Yeah. So is that oh. the the idea with making something this size as a layman here, is that you can just fit more power inside of it, a better cooling system? Basically, you
1: can make it um, just this... Yeah, like I mentioned this before, it's one of the reasons Like I was one of the few people who was pricing these new consoles so highly. They're essentially just finely building computers. They've tried their hardest to, uh, for the last several gens, build computers that are Essentially, using all laptop parts so they can fit them into a you know a, a slimline form factor. Um, yeah.
2: Well, and make them affordable. And, yeah, as well. exactly,
1: exactly. So they can make them affordable. That's like that's the point. They're they're putting in the cheapest parts possible right. that'll still run you know games that aren't you know outdated. Um, and it seems like they're they've realized since gaming has gone less and less. Uh, physical media it seems like the pc gaming space has just grown and grown um it used to be a really niche thing it seems like pc is the like as far as like the number of games on it the best option um like there are obviously still reasons to get each console but it's not like this weird you know uh hobbyist sort of platform anymore and it seems like they're trying to move in that direction. Like we, if we want games to be like all the, all the cross-platform games are going to be on everything. So if it's going to be optimized for PC, we want it to look the best on our console, which means they're yeah. having to compete with PC now. And that's not something they've even tried until until yeah. recently. So I, I got to know on, what the on, PS5 yeah. looks like now. Yeah, Can like like you imagine what, what the gotta PS5 looks It's got to be huge for it to work Man, at all at this point. Just just to get heat um, taken care of properly.
0: Let's see, Rev Rock and Roll said I think it's pretty cool. Honestly, Tony S said a bit weird at first, but I like the design. Yeah, just need some more color options.
1: Yeah, that's the thing with Xbox. If it's man, gonna be that big, this shit is. You do need color options. That's yes, I agree I, there.
0: As someone who's owned, and I love my Xbox One X, but it, that thing is like sterile as fuck. It's like they it has zero personality. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yep. I mean. You wouldn't even know that from a fucking black box in a server room if you didn't look twice at it. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Gilbezi said, odd name, odd shape, but I'm hyped for the next-gen Xbox. Uh, We're all curious as fuck. J. Wellbro said, I'm excited. Love the simple design, but the name could be better. Um, I wonder if it's the, Xbox, the Series X, if each one of those will have a simpler name. Right? Well, that's, well, that's what if I was
1: getting at before. Like, I think by having Series, it's going to be less of a generation change than as upgrading yeah. the hardware. I think from now on, mm-hmm. they ought to all be backwards compatible. Like, unless we have a major change in you know, processor architecture, we've been on the same basic processor for a long time now. Like the, uh, yeah. that, that has not been a major, major jump for a while, which is making backwards compatibility more and more of a, of a given. Um, and I kind of feel like the consoles need to do that going forward. Um,
0: <laughs> this com this of co- made me laugh, Josh. It says sector seven item shop. Our good friend, Leslie, she said X blocks brick box. Aesthetically it's fucking ugly, dude. <laughs> well, look, um, <laughs> I don't. Hmm. Is it ugly? I can, that's gonna be my poll question of the week. I, that's ugly? a good poll
1: question. I like that because it is it uh, is massive. So. Should I say yeah?
3: Yeah, that's that's just the that's the thing there. It's is it ugly or fugly? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know like because I don't have they released the exact dimensions yet. I don't think so. Have they? Not sure. Not as
1: such, but it had a CD slot on the front of it. So, given a standard Blu-ray size, they're not changing that. You should be able to figure it
3: out from the. I, the I just. I think I would laugh if, like, we're all expecting like, I don't know, something like a foot and a half long, or something like that, or tall. I mean, I'm sorry. And then it turns out to be like it's a it's a life size like system. It, it plays so mini it's discs. Like six feet. <laughs> people yeah people are expecting be, it, it to be one wish, size but it turns out to be something very different
0: it's yeah it's interesting i maybe they could have went with like the joke on the bbc thing like bbb big black box
3: you know yep
0: let's see here uh evan Hampstead said can't figure out why they went with that name um, although hopefully our conversations helped a little, Hellblade Two will probably be good though. I promise to play Hellblade One before Hellblade Two. Mm-hmm. That is my solemn swear.
3: Good man. This about month, fucking this, time. Here to you.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was our twenty six or twenty seventeen game of the year after all, right? No. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Danny D. That's the joke. Come on.
3: Yeah, but, you know, I would give fish shit too, but you know he's. He's ducking out early before he, I can give him any more shit for Hellboy. <laughs> Smart man. That's you know what, guys. I think we've uncovered the real yeah. reason why Fish is leaving. It's exactly I just can't that, take man.
1: it. I just can't do it. Not hey, not
0: another year. Fish, look at the positive. You don't have to spend all the money on this new console. You're you're getting out while you're hot. You're not obligated to drop a bunch of money in a box that you'll never play.
2: So but that's true. <laughs> you're or, liberated, or you know, I could be kind of. You can put you know, that more
1: money towards yeah. a flashlight.
2: Exactly that or just wait until it goes on sale or, or has, you know, a bigger library that, you know, with games that mm-hmm. I actually want to play. But
0: Sale guy. Nothing makes me grosser. Maybe they could make a <laughs> Fleshlight version of it. The, oh, X, the Fleshlight X-Series version. You guys are thinking you know? way I
1: mean, too uh, soon. Oh, It's gonna be nice yeah. and warm.
2: That's
3: yeah. Yeah. Oh he's man. Thinking. Oh yeah. Can you
0: imagine. I'm getting Way horny.
3: Series
2: X flashlight. Who's horny? Way too
3: small. He's he's getting the new <laughs> state of the art premium <laughs> sex doll with all the money he's going to save from video games. Dude. He's getting. A, I'd be
0: so happy if you got. It's not like it's going to be one of those robots. Fish? Oh
3: man. Like not a doll. He's getting a fucking robot. mm-hmm
0: Send it my way, please. <laughs> Me and my wife will have fun with it. All right. Fail at everything said, It's a big boy, but it's difficult. <laughs> it's it's a big boy. It's a big boy, but it's difficult to up graphics and keep things small. Beefy graphic cards yeah. are gigantic.
2: Yes. What if it's a she? It might be a she. It's true.
0: Let's not gender here. Yeah. Let's not gender identity.
2: It's a, <laughs> it's a thick, thick girl.
0: Thick gal. Thick ish. Thick with two C's.
1: No, no, we all got that before you said it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) That was unnecessary (laughs) clarification.
0: (laughs) 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 Jamie FFF said, I can't wait. That's it? Come on. Give me more than that, Jamie. I read your comment. I want more. But I read it anyway. JS Yarto said, I couldn't be less excited. It's a PC that they are selling, which is super sad. I love new consoles. And then he drew a penis. Uh, i couldn't be less excited it 's a pc they're selling, which is super sad. I love new consoles, so maybe he 's bummed that it 's basically just a pc and he sort of loves the all the excitement around a console I mean it is a cons that's the weird thing I don't it's supposed to provide you the ease of console with the power of a pc without all the hassle of getting viruses from porn and this and that you know what i am saying
2: yeah, but we can still look yeah, at it it 's a pc just with lockdown architecture.
0: So. You can't really look at porn on your. Well, you, can't. There's no, you can. There's no porn app. Well, can you. Look? There's a browser on like all of yes. them. Yes. I mean, not the Switch, know, but. Exactly. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if you look at porn on. And that would be weird. That'd be a weird way to do it. I, I actually don't have a browser on any of my consoles. Huh.
1: I don't use a browser. There you go. I was about to say, you, you have one. You just, uh, I'm still scarred by that
0: PS3 browser. It was so awful. Oh my god! You how that bad that PS3 worst. browser yeah. was? It was so bad. <laughs> that was, oh, my God.
2: Oh. I'm still trying to forget that. Nice I'm still waiting for god, that damn. new
1: to load. Uh, maybe it's next like year. Literally the only browser that they've ever made that's worse than Explorer. <laughs>
0: it <was so> bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like load up my bowl and I had my lotion and then it just wouldn't load the fairy porn I was looking for. All right, let's see here. Dylan Henning said, love that it came out of nowhere. I'm very excited for it. It did come out of nowhere. I'm also excited for it. Sort of. Work porn or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to read that instantaneously. I'm just used to reading everything that goes in front of my face Mm now. (laughs) Um, I blame Twitch for that. Mm-hmm. Reed Matt said, I was blown away by it and it was so unexpected. The trailer for Hellblade 2 was unbelievable. Yeah. Stage Select Start said, all I care about is that right now it's the only system I'll be able to play Hellblade 2 on. That's crazy that, um, IMJ Snyder said it looks jizz That's crazy that Hellblade 2 is now a tentpole selling point for them. Yeah. So, Interesting. They did acquire Ninja Theory for that very reason, so that people like Shay are going to have to go spend way too much money to play that one game. I bet you're probably more excited to play
1: that than the new Halo game, aren't you? Yeah. That's that's the proper response at this point. I mean, isn't everyone?
0: I'm reserving my judgment until I see anything on Halo, but probably. Let's see here. You mean you weren't moved
1: by a random guy we'd never seen before at E3? No. (laughs) And his plight of uh, of being in space. I mean, being in space is a plight, Josh, mm. and uh, it's not
0: to be taken lightly. <sighs> All right. Well, <laughs> that was fun. I will message everyone who commented. Good God. Uh, that was a lot to say, but there was so much to talk about there. Like, we got a new console. That's That's interesting. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good thoughts from the crew. Enjoy Fish's thoughts because these are the last few shows he'll be here until he becomes one of those magical special guests. Make him go out on top by leaving us a five star mm-hmm. rating on iTunes, please.
1: Yep, and please. Uh, once he leaves us, we actually legally reclaim all his thoughts. He uh, he doesn't have any more after uh, after he leaves. It's they, uh, yeah. it stays with the uh, with the ah. company.
0: It wasn't AI. Right. Oh, I will be working. John. <laughs>
2: Josh did make me sign that contract.
0: So. <laughs> we, did. we do have your signature yeah. fish, so even though you won't be appearing on the podcast, you will be appearing in, in a bunch of really, really dark, l- l- lurid scenarios for us. Um, so prepare yourself. Right. Uh, you signed the dotted line with your dick. I was there. Alright, uh, let's get to the, the crunch time. It wasn't time. I do dotted until say... I got there.
1: <laughs> There's a <laughs> lot, lot of sputtering going on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I will say that if you're enjoying what we do, this crazy world of sword chomp, if this is your first show or not, you, let's say you want to get some merch, you can go to redbubble.com slash people slash chomp, And you can look for all of our incredible merchandise. And of course, patreon.com slash swordchomp. There's a special five dollar VIP tier that gets you access to a top secret Instagram page or the $10 tier, and know it sounds like a lot of money, but we get a lot of extra podcasts. Spoiler shows, like this month alone we're doing Control, Death Stranding, Pokemon, and, and, and the years to come. Those conversations we can't have on the regular show for fear of spoilers. And personal shows from myself and other people as well. So, you support us and you also get access to a bunch of really good content. It's a lot of work to make those extra shows. Believe me, my wife has been many a mad at me proper English. Uh, All right, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Patreon.com slash swordchomp. Patreon.com slash swordchomp. And those iTunes ratings and subscribing you are also just mean the world to us. If you don't want to do any of that shit, you don't want to give us a dollar, just a rating is incredibly helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to crunch for game of the year now. All right, so I'm going to go back and forth. I'm going to ping pong some games here. Ping, ping, ping. we have a lot as you can tell from the list first of all shay's finally caught up um with a little control and we've been kind of hassling him for a while now i know he has some controversial takes here because i saw that he voted meh on control in our poll and he told me that he wasn't really feeling some of it so far so let's find out how shay is feeling about his time with control
3: yeah i you know i don't know why i i went into it with an open mind but I, I had a feeling that I wasn't gonna like it as much as everyone else did for some reason. And when I started it, the story didn't really grab me, and that's kind of been the case for the most part. I haven't really felt that connected with the story. I mean, it's it's interesting, there's a lot of things happening, but it's also like it starts off immediately, pretty convoluted. And uh I it just it just thrusts you right into that um what's going on in there and I just I I haven't been able to connect with it yet. I'm still pushing through, I'm still trying. Um there there are moments of intrigue like uh when you like right at the beginning you meet the janitor and then you meet him again later a little bit later on the in the game and he gives you a mission. That part actually was really interesting. I really like that character. I want to see more of what he's about. Uh that's that's the the first part of the story that's actually really grabbed me, that's pulled me in, but the rest of it, I, I don't know. It Just hasn't been that interesting to me. Uh, it's it's a pretty well paced. How game, do you feel about that the, being said, though?
0: Protagonist, how do you feel about um Buck, I forgot her name. I feel like an asshole. Jesse. Jesse.
3: I was. I thought you were gonna say her name. I was waiting for you to say no, her uh, name. It must have cut um, out. What we did.
1: <laughs> yeah, he lost it. I said it, and then he said it. At like. Basically at the same time, I think. Just, yeah, I think the uh, internet just it. cut
0: it out. Yeah. sorry, man.
3: Yeah, sorry, my bad. Um, no, she's all right. I, I mean, like she's. Let me let me put it this way: the actor who plays her, her name is Courtney, correct? I Courtney believe. Hope
4: that's right.
3: Mm-hmm. She, she did a very good job. The actress does a very good job. Uh, the character herself is interesting. Um, I like that. There's some communication with some unseen force that's going on. Um, I don't really know what that's about, obviously, at this point in the game. It's it's intriguing. Uh, but, like, I don't feel, like, connected with her, to be honest with you. It's not like... Like, when I played Hellblade, I was immediately... And I only bring that up because we were just talking about it. I was immediately connected to Senua. With uh, this character, I haven't felt as connected with her, um, per se. I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's because of the convoluted story or the way it was written. The acting, the acting definitely makes it a lot more. I don't want to say necessarily bearable, but a lot more enticing to get into the game and stay with the game. Yeah,
1: um, I'm, I'm gonna agree with you there. The uh, as far as like the difference of uh, being immediately connected, the storytelling style and control is very similar to something like Twin Peaks, where even though you have a main character, the way the story is told, giving you essentially a fully formed character that you have not a lot of insight into yet, ends up making you feel more like you're not immediately in their shoes. Like you're learning about who you are as a point of view character as you go through the story. Um, I mean, you're you're getting similar things from, um, from Senua, but it doesn't feel... They feel like revelations to the character at the same time too in 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 a way just because of what she's going through um, and I think because of that you end up connecting with different characters like I, like twin Peaks you'll find a character that's just like okay I, like I really like them, even if it's not the main point of view character as you go through there um, and that's uh eventually the, like like the main character does become. Like, you know, the most interesting point of view, like the, the dynamic you were talking about between uh, Jesse and the uh, the person, the force she's talking to. Don't they call it Polar Polaris is uh, Polaris at first? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's the character's name. But like they they that's that is the main conflict in the game, essentially, like that's that will eventually you'll you'll be you'll learn more and more about what's going on there. Um but that's it is it is doled out slowly as you go through the game and you're you're kind of you're solving other problems along the way as you get there um and so it can it, it is it it is a slow burn game from the start um and a lot of that is going to be whether or not you like that just obtuse mysterious sort of just surreal storytelling um that you get in in that sort of uh in, yeah like like Twin Peaks and, like, Control. I I, so.
0: I, I agree. Well, yes, yeah. it's weird because, like, it feels like like Josh saying she's fully foreign at the beginning. I guess, like, for me, I was just like, okay. Like, I wasn't initially trying to connect with her, but I was like, why is this happening? What's going on? Why is this place so weird? Why is this janitor reading my thoughts? Like, for me, I like games that where I ask a lot of questions because, like, the question asking for me keeps me interested. But it's interesting to hear... Um, that side of things i i do agree that when it first started i'm like why are they just calling her the director what is why what the fuck yeah. is going on i don't understand i feel like i just jumped into the middle of a game that's already been going on but that's sort of um yeah. i like the unraveling
3: of that yeah again. i like yeah. that I, like, I mean
1: sorry but um i personally like that a lot because like the first thing you do when you get into the game is you are in this lobby and you know you just came in from outside like that's it's it's implied. You can't get back outside. You look out there and it's the tension between inside the oldest house that is currently locked down and you can't get out of it, that's the whole point. Like it mm-hmm. you feel it from the beginning. Like you don't learn about that until much later in the game why you can't get back out. But you're you're in this place, you can see there are giant glass windows and doors out out the front of the building. It's like this but you're you're in this space that you can't get out of, and one of the first things you do is essentially do a loop and end up back in the same room you started from in a like a, it it's a physical space that can't exist is what it is like that's that's the first sensation they give you. you meet this bizarre character in the janitor that you really liked, and then like everything becomes more and more off kilter as you go because you end up back in the same room that you came from, even though you can't have it's and like they they keep on giving you the that whole feeling of just being just slightly off balance um but but there must be something about it that
0: is off putting to a large i which is interesting to me, like even though I can't relate to it just because our i I did pull a lot of people and it did seem like they were pretty split on it as a whole, now that doesn't specify why they were split, so I don't. I don't know that for a fact. How are you feeling about the. Um, how many. What abilities do you have so far, Shay? Do you have. Well, like hold on. The... Let me
3: go back a little bit. I, I didn't get to comment on some of the stuff that you guys talked about. So okay, give me a quick second. Yeah. Um, I, I do agree that it feels like you were kind of thrust in the middle of the game. And with some games, that works. Like, uh, I think with. I'm trying to think. The best example I can think of right now, it's not the, the best example, or it's not the <laughs> most ideal example, would be like observation where um mm-hmm. you're kind of it's kind of this, a similar scenario where you have these fully formed characters you're thrust into the game um it feels like you're kind of thrust into the the middle of a conflict that's already de- started to develop before you started the game and then you same yeah. thing you there are a bunch of mysteries going on and you're trying to figure out why and i've thought about that game multiple times while i'm playing control because i kind mm-hmm. of have a lot of similar feelings where observation I wasn't super into right off the bat like it was a very unique concept and that's what kept me going through the game initially because when I first played that game I was like you know I don't really I, I don't really get it you know and then as I got more into it I really started appreciating the game. I started appreciating the mysteries that were going on and I found myself wanting to uncover the answers to a lot of the questions that were being posed by the narrative. And yeah. with this game I'm I'm having trust. I'm having faith in the fact that this game will do something similarly and there are moments that have started to unfold that have kept me interested like the janitor for example or i for uh another thing is i really enjoy the combat in this game to be honest with you it's not the most amazing combat but i really enjoy it
0: yeah i really liked it too yeah Mm -hmm.
3: yeah i i um i acknowledge that it's not like top of the line but i also acknowledge that it's very very fun for me yeah and i enjoy it a ton uh there's there's some like areas locations that are very uniquely designed like level design in this game is something that's really interesting to me that i don't usually pay that much attention to i've really liked some of the level design in this game and it's kept me interested
1: yeah
0: fair enough yeah Yeah, it's, it's interesting i mean you're still and you're still pretty early on but i'm just curious like like you said your gut reaction was that maybe it wouldn't grab you as much and that somewhat has held true but there are there's hope there is pockets of enjoyment there.
3: Yeah, I'm um, I'm going to play it until I finish it. I mean maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I should, you know, play some other games for our game of the year show, but I do I do want to give it a fair shake. I I that's kind of been my goal this year. I don't want to start games and not finish them cuz that's always kind of been my MO. So, I'm going to I'm going to see yeah. it through unless I really find myself this, this not enjoying a the game. One. Yeah, it's not super long. Like, it's not I, super
1: long. Yeah, like I, I did I, I hope all so, the side yeah. quests in the game, and some of like the the side quests that aren't even listed as side quests because they're just they're hidden. Um, the, mm. um, and it was still only like twenty five hours, like twenty twenty five hours. So you
3: you can it's not it's yeah. not a super long it's, game. Yeah. No 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 Look, no, no no. Shay, I'm, if you're I'm, not
0: feeling it, um.
3: BB's always waiting for you. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he is. But I, I'm probably going to avoid side quests. That way I can finish the main game. I think that's... Yeah. It's not that, the way I usually play games, but I think after. that's the way I'm going to have to play to finish yeah. by the end of the year kind of thing. Um, one thing I did want to say about this game that has really, really been frustrating, I haven't noticed it as much with any other game this year, is it does have a ton... technical issues at least with what I've been playing it on like whenever I pause and then I unpause it takes like a good two seconds for the game to catch up with everything because like Mm. it'll be kind of frozen and then the character will start moving slowly and then all of a sudden pop-in happens and then everything is working okay I've had that happen a ton I've had a lot of pop-in happen granted pop-in doesn't usually uh... bother me let's be clear right now pop-in doesn't usually bother me (laughs) But there are Pop times where that. I walk into a room and it looks like the room is completely bare and then I get stopped by an invisible barrier and then all of a sudden everything just forms into the room. That's happened to me on multiple occasions. So there's definitely been some technical issues uh, or performance issues, I guess I should say, um, when I've been playing that have certainly been detracting. I haven't experienced it in, as egregiously in any other game this year as this one.
0: You know, it's I heard it was really rough on the base consoles like I I was that, that lucky on to play it on a one Yeah that speaker.
1: sounds reasonable because on a like top of the line computer there's still it still takes forever for all the textures to load in like there's no pop in like entire walls are missing but like the highest resolution version of all the textures aren't there for uh 10 seconds after you finish a load into a new area right. Um right like it's it's it it's got it's, the same sort of load in that you know like Borderlands Three had, where like you can see everything, but you won't have the full high def versions for a little while. But it
3: sounds like it it sounds like yeah, yeah on, the, on the base systems it's significantly worse than that. So it is, and it's not the end of the world. Um, it just it's very noticeable if you're playing on a base console. Yeah. But that being said, the game is absolutely fucking gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. And I could see why it won. Yeah. One best art direction, so I can understand why it did. I don't necessarily think it should have won. I think other games should have won. Of course, that's personal preference, but I can also very much see why it won. You can it's see a very, why. Very, very yeah. gorgeous game. hmm
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I'd be excited to check back up with you as you get a little farther into it. Hopefully, you just power through that, so uh we can get it out of the way. But I'm excited. the end of that game has some of my favorite moments of the year, so I'm excited to talk about that with you potentially um especially if you're a fan of that metal, like I know you are. I think you're gonna enjoy it
1: without giving anything uh, else away. maybe do the fridge side quest like skip skip the rest of them if you really are feeling like you don't wanna do too much but uh <laughs> you'll you're gonna have i don't know about have to but more or less have to walk by the uh the uh, the fridge yeah. side quest it, and it's, a, it's it's, a it's really cool, cool so it's cool the boss is awful but it's really cool yeah the yeah. boss the boss okay. shows the weakness of the combat where because it's an over the shoulder thing the boss shoots the floor out from under you and you can't fucking see your feet so uh
0: yeah <laughs> it, that's not the weakness of the combat huh. that's a, just a poorly designed fight why would you yeah. break the why would you have the floor break out beneath you when you can't see the floor
1: yeah uh well no that that's <laughs> anyway that's one of the weaknesses anyway, in the yeah. combat but anyway. The, the fridge is yeah it's great the yeah, the the uh, fridge. The, uh, the uh the rest of the quest line around that is really really cool so okay cool and the boss right, I'll is fine keep... it's just it's got that one issue where yeah agreed
0: yeah, the floor okay. will drop out from under I'll try you. and keep that
3: in mind I'll try mm-hmm. and remember a fridge mm-hmm.
0: oh you won't forget this fridge my friend let <laughs> me tell you
3: <laughs> listen buddy it's the Cadillac of fridges.
0: I actually put a, I put it a clip of on the Patreon VIP page, which I know you're a member of. I'm trying to think you didn't watch it.
3: I definitely 100% didn't watch it. Well, oh. <laughs> I told you I don't watch most of your clips. I was honest with you about that. Well, why class.
0: am I sending them? Why don't you watch them?
3: I don't she watch them because I don't she want to is be spoiled terrified on of shit. spoilers.
1: He's got a phobia. Not,
0: I wouldn't send you anything that's a legit spoiler. I know you have a spoiler phobia.
1: He, he thought that the first forest in the uh, in the Pokemon games was a spoiler, Morgan. we the, the one with the wolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Pokemon the slumbering
1: wield. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon
0: can never have a spoiler. <laughs> it's Pokemon. You're so adorable. <laughs> so, Alright, we'll catch up with that. Professor in the Oak kicks down
3: your mother. That's a spoiler.
0: <laughs> um Fish, uh have you I know you've been what have you been crunching for game of the year? The last couple shows here. Um
2: Pokemon?
0: No, you're fired. Uh <laughs> John- <laughs> Is that real? You still been playing uh, Pokemon?
2: Uh yeah. I'm actually at the last part of it, I guess. Um Got up to the champion, and um, something went down. I guess I don't want to spoil it, but... (laughs) (laughs) We did a spoil...
0: Oh, yeah, I guess.
2: Um, But, yeah, um, so I'm at that last... I think the last leg of it, but... um, It's... um, I enjoy the game. Like, I'll say this, like... At the beginning, like, I was very excited with, like, the open area. Like, I thought that it was a cool thing that they added in this game. And, like, it really opened up the realm of possibilities of what Game Freight can do. The wild area. As yeah, fo- yeah. 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 And, but, like, the story just left me wanting, like, something else out of this game. Because that that's, like, the weakest thing in it. Like, it just sticks out to me. Because, like, that's essentially your driving force for your character to go through you know, all these different areas and I just wish there was something different. But going like in the original
0: this- Pokemon game there were, this is the thing that's confusing about that fish. I'm not disagreeing mm-hmm. with your take. I'm just saying it yeah. was baffling we did our spoiler show because Pokemon is never like the driving force to Pokemon has never been the story ever. So I'm right, like fascinated right. that you guys were all like even a little bit interested in the story. It's it's interesting to me.
2: Well, I guess because, like, I've matured and I'm definitely of older age and I'm actually seeing, you know, my offspring playing these games now. It's like, and I'm getting older and, like, eh, I've seen this iteration of this video game for a while, like, um, and I'm just, like, GameStop or GameFreak is, you know, doing something different with their games as far as, like, making it a little bit more open worldish. And uh, that's a welcoming thought for me because, like, they, they, they're they one of those one studios that just stick to their one formula because it's so widely successful. Like, And I don't blame them for wanting to stick with that because it, they see so much success in it. But, like, if they could just, you know, try something different or, like, add something in there that maybe um, that speaks to me, it, it would be something that's more a narrative driven or at least like if they're going to go with that open world type of feel, like make it more like an MMO where like you get random quests throughout the world that are actually more interesting, you know, add characters. So you're saying like
0: the just beat the gyms, get, be the best is not enough for you
2: anymore. At at this point, like it, it, because you know, I've done it, you know, six generations ago and like if anything, like Pokemon sun and moon have shown me like, even if they changed it up, the direction of, like, beating these gyms, like, it's yeah, just it's not still, its yeah. not a driving thing anymore, like, getting mm. the badges and everything. And it, I respect This is that. something
1: that, uh, they seem to have side quests post-game, but, like, none of them show up until then, which is strange. Like, you'd think you'd have something right. interesting happen to, like, make you go off and revisit an area or something, because... Especially, yeah. especially in this one, like as you start getting different, uh, like the bike and like the the wheels will let you go on water and stuff. Like it, you, it opens up different areas, kind of like the other ones did with the uh, the HMS, where you like, oh, you've got cut now, you can go explore this area. It would be neat if they gave you quests along the way to kind of go back and see some of those areas, because that like that doesn't mm-hmm. happen until the end of the game. I mean, it can happen before then if you just decide to go back and explore it, but there's nothing, yeah, nothing you know, kind of incentivizing you to go look in all these different areas. It's it's because there wouldn't be they wouldn't be able to tell you to do
0: anything. I think that could really impact that core gameplay loop. Like Mm -hmm. they could tell you, "Hey, can you go catch three Diglets for me, and I'll give you two rare candies or something like that," right? But the more organic they make the quest the 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 core component of the game is still just grinding a team up and beating these gyms. I don't know how they work that into an interesting quest a quest line without it just feeling like uh more of a grind. Just another thing to do um, while you're grinding. Well, I think
3: well, they I think there it's pr- certainly possible. It ne- it'd never it never want to be like I think the the case there would be it would have to be something wildly different yet still related. So for example, like uh because we were talking about it with uh, Cosmic before the show, I am a very, very big Star Trek fan, and you know the point of that show is for them to explore the galaxy and find new places. Like that is the ultimate driving goal of every single one of those TV shows. But you know there are there are episodes, um, especially in the older series that are like have no chronological order. Like you can watch them however you want because. They like it wasn't a continuing storyline. So maybe like twenty five of the twenty six episodes of a season are about them exploring strange new worlds and planets. But then one of these episodes, they have something just completely random thrust upon them, right? So this that's a that's a an example of something a that's episode, right? Exactly, something like that, or basically like they've they've kind of stuck with this formula for years. They they're exploring unknown places, but. Um, They have some sidetracks. Now, how that relates to Pokemon is, for example, let's say you are, you know, going to this next area to do a gym, and then you happen across this old lady who lost her Pokemon. Like, uh, she's old, she has Alzheimer's, I don't care, whatever the case may be, she lost her Pokemon, and she can't find her Pokemon, and this is her only family member left. So now you have to spend a little extra time In this area, searching for the Pokemon, oh shit, it went to the route right next to you, the one that you just came from, so you go back to that previous route. And then she called it her little fluffers or something, and it turns out to be a giant fucking Steelix or something, and then you have to fight the Steelix, and then capture him, and then bring him back to the woman, or something like that. There you go. Like, it's something completely unrelated to what you're doing in the main quest. But is it compelling? And it's, that it it's a side, comp- it's side content. It hey, what?
0: The, if you think about side content as something like The Witcher or an open-world game you love, you have to find a way to make the story compelling. I think that's the problem is that you could write a story where you go to another route, catch a steel looks for an old lady, but you how do you care about that lady? Is the dialogue interesting? Because it's an old
3: like, lady the, and you have empathy, it, you f- it fucking just sounds monster? like a fetch quest. Why would I help some old lady? What's that old trout gonna do for me?
0: Now now if I could No, I was gonna take this in a dark route. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you no, know, if I could uh now that she doesn't have her Steelix, I could break into her home and steal all her Pokemon. Now that's what I want to do. Um I don't know, man. We've been fighting the age-old question for years. They've been trying st- Pokemon stories for, what, forever? You guys sounded like you kind of dug the Pokemon story. When I talked to you guys in the spoiler cast, you sounded like you kind
3: of enjoyed it. I love the story. Well, let's yeah. not say I kind of. Let's let's be clear. I yeah, love the story. I, think, I like game. it. He, he, you loved it. Fish didn't. I want to know why. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Because one of us is right and one of us <laughs> is wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm with you fish i think the story is
2: well not to give away too morgan much, morgan has my... given up Torch, on being Torch... the, very,
1: the very best that's just uh that's just not not <laughs> Whoa, in his wheelhouse I like anymore that... <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i'm just I can't kidding it's, it's cute adorable and it's serviceable i don't think the story is bad i'm joking it's just like <laughs> i mean come on it's pokemon
2: yeah yeah, I really didn't see what was going to happen at the very end until, like, literally, like, the last hour of that game, I guess. Or, yeah. like, within the hour of leading up to that moment. And I was just, like, I was almost just caught off guard by it. And I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. But, okay. I mean, you can sort of see things with, like, the champion and uh, Rose's, uh, like, I guess they're, even then, like, it, it was just weird how it popped up and then how like a certain rival uh bd was just like quickly knocked out like over like something you know it just seems so i don't know it it it, i'm looking at it from like a child's standpoint and like it 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 can make sense and like it's kind of telling you some values but like um (laughs) it makes sense if you're seven uh, well, I it, love your
1: digs, fish. They're, they're really good. Are yeah. you <laughs> trying know. to say That's Shay's why. a child? He's just a nice just, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> just savage digs. And...
0: I, don't I mean, mean
2: he's not wrong. <laughs> I am seven. It's, it's not... <laughs> Shay's crying. i think no
0: Look offense, fish. Eyes. Don't worry.
2: Man. I'm sorry. No, I didn't uh, he's mean He's crying into say his it juice it in box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that a high sea fruit punch? <laughs> Those are great.
3: I, uh, I that's a Capri, Capri Sun fruit punch. fruit punch. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I like to stab pouches, not boxes. Sorry, okay? Parents don't love you I enough to buy fruit. you a mountain cooler?
2: Mm. Oh,
0: that no. is... All right,
1: his parents love him, goddammit.
0: All right, let's see here. High c Fruit Punch
1: versus... No, 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 not cool. high sea Fruit Punch. The uh, Capri Sun Fruit Punch versus the uh, Capri Sun Mountain Cooler. The Mountain Cooler. Oh, oh no, god, no, the
3: no. mountain coolers are so good, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I still. Like it's those after my a baseball today. game.
0: It's after a baseball game, and Tommy's the parents monster. brought the Star Crunch and the heist and the mountain cooler. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the, that's in a poll the question stage. right there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never saw one. Well, oh, man. Anyways, fish. Okay, cool. So you're still hacking away at Pokemon. That's strange. Um, mm-hmm. God bless you.
2: God bless
0: me.
1: Everyone.
2: Yeah, I haven't been. I haven't been playing much other games. Um, Yeah. Um, I will say like Fire Emblem. Like I've I've come around on that game. Um, but man, it just sucks that like I don't know how many hours I put into that game, and I love the combat in that game, Uh and the stories. Like it, I'm. I feel like I'm getting close to, like, this time shift in the game, but uh-huh. not quite there yet. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's... i really dig digging the story. I love the characters in that game. Um, one thing that I really enjoy about um, this first Fire Emblem game that I'm playing um, is that the characters on the field, like, I have, like, this emotional bond with. And it's something that you don't necessarily feel like in tactics type games like especially like in I'm trying to think uh well for instance la- last year into the breach um those they those were not characters per se you got you know certain characters but they, it was mainly their abilities that showed on the field and you didn't necessarily mm-hmm. have a connection with them or emotional ca- connection there unless you made one up um like I did.
0: Oh, dude, Fish, I just thought of something. <laughs> if Into the Breach had waifus, it would be the greatest fucking yeah. game in the it history does. The, of yeah. all games. The best pilot yes. is, uh,
1: is the, uh, oh, yeah. the Asian woman.
0: No, you know what I'm talking about. Like dating, simulation. <laughs> if you take the sanctuary and she plug that into rooted. Into the Breach. Like, how fucking
1: badass Ooh. is that? Just send her in the front line? Have everybody if try I actually to actually cared her?
2: about my and, squad? Oh, yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not getting webbed anytime soon. Oh yeah, soon.
1: she's the best girl. <laughs> <laughs> webbed, <laughs> webbed.
0: <laughs> Gotta web them. I just, anyways. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Are you saying? Yeah, uh, that, I've Why do you sound no. so up and downy on this? Why do you sound? Uh,
2: well, uh, I just the thing is, is the combat so good? Like I've been doing a lot of the side quest stuff and. I can't help but feel like I gotta grind in this game, even though I know it's not necessary because a lot of the stuff that I come across in that game, Don't as I'm over-leveled before, but like yes, for some reason, like, fighting all these different monsters and stuff in these, uh, whenever I choose to use the time to, um in the month to do the battles and stuff like that, like, if there's actually side missions for certain characters, and I've done some of them, and like, you get like special rewards out of them as far as, like, um, weapons that are specifically for characters yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So uh, stuff like that is really cool. Um, it's just... But, it's, such a lo- it's such a long-ass fucking game. It's
0: because, yeah, you're doing the... I avoided all the side content, and that's probably why I didn't get as burnt out as you did. But I would imagine... Right,
2: right. It's a great game. Like, I love the combat. Uh, it, it like i said like it and like the characters just eventually like grow on you and like i feel like i'm using like the time that they give you as far as like spending your time at the the monastery and going out into the battlefield and um building these relationships with these characters they give you enough time to interact with all that stuff and like i feel compelled to interact with every system that they have going on in this game so um, it's it's kind of like the completionist in me that's wanting that, but it's also one of those games that I feel like I should take my time with, but it's also detrimental as far as like
0: yeah, because you want you want a person to, in my you want to see the main story through, but you feel like those side quests, although interesting, are kind of slowing down the flow of the game. Uh, uh,
2: not necessarily for me. It's just it, it's just it yeah. As far as like the main. Story goes, yeah, I, I, it sucks not being able to kind of mainline through that. Um, but yeah, it's just a
0: time constraint thing. You just feel like it's just there's just too much game there. Too how game, how yeah. close are you to the time jump? Have you got to the ball yet? Like the,
2: um, the I will say, uh, I think I did that. I think oh. the last thing I did was um, so you meet up with these three different people, or you don't meet up, but you confront these three uh, individuals, um, which is the guy who infiltrated the monastery, yep. um, or two of them, actually, yep. um, and then the pawn that they have in the game. Um, I don't know where exactly that's at.
3: Um, I'm oh, trying to think. Really I vague. feel like that's right before the ball, because the ball is Chapter 10. And the time jump is at chapter twelve um you, that guy mm. I think happens like chapter eight or nine, if I'm remembering correctly
2: Well, you're given like an option like you're- um playing blue lines, and dimitri gave you he's wanting to like confront these people, and like you have an option of not um confronting them mm. or are joining sides with them, I think I'm not sure um. Okay. Did you?
3: (laughs) You would know if you did the ball because yeah, someone would pull you aside for a private moment. I Um, see. I don't know anything hmm. about the Blue Lions because like Morgan and I both picked the Eagles, so I don't know if that's like like because there's a a big choice you have to make. What, Josh? Black
2: Eagles. Yeah. What do you say, Josh?
3: Oh, okay. I know there's, there's, there's a big choice you have to make with the black eagles. I don't know if what you're doing right now, Fish, is a similar kind of situation where you have to make a choice with the, uh, the blue lions or whatnot.
2: What, what chapter did
0: you stop at, Josh? It's essentially the pointed. same
1: choice. You're kind of making it with all of them, but uh, just they have different outcomes depending on which, which group you're actually with at that point um same yeah. choice just depends on yeah who's yeah just different perspective once it comes up is kind of how it gotcha plays out Yeah, um i mean no, I, I did, no, obviously no, there's yeah. a whole lot more than that but like that's it's it's the one choice it's the one giant turning point in the uh in the game so
0: it was very weird doing it from dimitri's story and blue lions because i knew it was going to happen so like the res- the reaction and everything was kind of like mm-hmm. ah, I knew- <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I just don't like it I don't like the blue lines they suck they suck and I said it <laughs> I'm just kidding
1: <laughs> they do suck
0: though um although that's cool uh, I guess we'll have to see Josh did you get past the time skip already too? Yeah I'm
1: getting close to the end I'm just uh it's such a long game and I've got so much else to play that like I'm still you know I'll play I'll play a game. level or so every week, just whenever I have time, but it's just, I've got so much else I'm trying to knock out still, so.
0: Josh does the same thing you do, Fish, where he tries to do all the side content, Um and that's why Josh has like a thousand hours in that game, but he's, no, he's not even at the end yet. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's an addiction, yeah. it's an affliction you guys have. I'll finish it sometime around
1: sucked? Christmas <laughs> next year.
2: <laughs> it's a good affliction, I would say, because Into the Breach was like one of those games that I was just totally addicted to and like it i didn't think like another tactics game would actually compel me to play through it um like fire emblem did so you're yeah. not doing um, that dirty thing yeah.
0: anymore where you like finish the battle and then start it over again are you you stop
2: doing that right? no i don't no i don't do that now okay. um Actually, funny thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, get to, you get to choose, uh, you know how you get to choose if you want to battle or explore um, in the month or every week. Um, if you choose to battle, um, there's you'll, you'll lose a um, certain amount of activity points if you do like the um, side quests, but there's one battle that does not take away uh, activity point, so you can constantly do it. And the thing about that one is it's randomly generated as well. So like you get different stuff, like you're fighting sandworms in a desert, or you're fighting um, these griffins up in the or not griffins, um, uh, big old buzzards, I guess, uh, up in like the mountainside and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, I've been doing that instead.
3: Oh god, fish!
1: <laughs> so you're doing the free activity point randomly generated mission. We should have, uh, we should have had them on on Mm -hmm. hard so he couldn't Mm -hmm. do that you can't grind on hard yeah well i say you can't grind but the game is broken so you can grind you just can't grind experience you can only grind job points well i say that but you can grind experience but only on a couple characters so on hard yes there are no there are no free activity battles yeah Nope. And oh. you can't restart battles yes, for Yes, and experience. you can't restart battles for experience either. Um, so they essentially just lock wow. you into a set and uh, experience gain. Yeah.
2: I should have played this on yep. hard then. You should have. God yeah, damn it.
1: I think it's paced best well, on hard. From what I'm hearing from Morgan, it sounds play, like the lunatic mode is yeah. just like insanely difficult.
0: Dude, you have to try that just so you can feel what hell feels like. Um I was reading guides on how to play it in lunatic and it was like the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm. But yeah, I mean fish, when you're ready to play the black Eagles, the right squad, you can always play it on hard.
2: <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cool.
0: All right. Well, thanks for the update fish. Seems like he's on the switch lately. Um and get ready for those updates because there's only a couple more weeks to go. Let's see. Okay, I uh before we get, before we get to our super horny polls, I want to ask uh, Josh about. Oh yeah, and I finished Death Stranding. I want to ask Josh about Forgotten Anne, um, a game he has been streaming recently, and I know absolutely nothing about it. But it's just one of those weird games that Josh likes to
1: play, so he's going to tell us about it. Um. <laughs> no, no, that's that's a perfect description of this. Um, because it's a game that I. Ha- I've literally heard no one talk about at all until I decided I'm going to buy this and play it on stream. Um, Just on a fluke. Um, It's one of the uh, Square Enix collective games, which are, it was like a a group of indie games that Square Enix was just like, that looks interesting. And they decided to just publish a bunch of these uh, different indie games um, over the last few years. Yeah. Yeah and this is an adventure game sort of but with more platforming it essentially plays like the original prince of persia as far as like moveset and whatnot uh, more fluid than that because that game is fairly slow because it had to run on you know very old computers um so like a 2d platformer yeah 2d 2d platformer um but with an art style that looks like a studio ghibli film um it's, it's whoa, that's big praise there, it, Josh. It's, it's, it is so strange because you start out in this world that is the place where all forgotten things go. Um, and like you start out, <laughs> you start out from the point of view of a sock that was just left oh. under a bed <laughs> and left there oh, to fish. be forgotten, and it just the flickers year. out of existence, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you wind up in this Sounds other like my world, kind of game here. and you realize. <laughs> The sock was sentient. The, oh the shit! Sock that's a knows for fish. Fish. fish oh. The sock knows. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, oh, I so you should get a flashlight because it 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 knows what it signed up for.
2: Sock child support.
1: But uh, oh. <laughs> but anyway, like um, from that point, they kind of like they're introducing the world through that. That's like the, the the intro, and then you're playing as Anne, who is one of two humans in this world which is strange you don't know why there are two humans like that who have been forgotten they're they're people who have been completely forgotten and wound up in this world um and uh through the through the theming you start to get the impression that the uh the other human who you're working for who's essentially in charge is uh you know just slightly fash uh and and maybe you're uh you're his enforcer i mean they call you the enforcer that is like that's what everyone calls you um so they're they're not you know it's it's it is a strange it's 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 bizarre like it is it is a game that has so much so much going for it It is it is bizarre that i've not heard anyone talking about it um like the storytelling is amazing you end up meeting all these different characters who are all different items that have been forgotten um but of you know obviously become sentient once coming to this new world and they're able to get across the personality of all these different characters between the voice acting and between the animations which are what do you mean like forgotten? Is it like the island of lost toys or something? Yeah, like like, a fi- a, like the, essentially once no one remembers you anymore, like you you don't exist in like the, the actual world anymore, so you this is where you end up.
0: Um so like fish wax off into a sock and then enough time passes to where he really doesn't remember that, that sock. sock anymore. At all, yes. Yes. And it um, becomes transported to a realm. Mm-hmm. Or is it so it, at that point once you're forgotten <laughs> you like evaporate from one world into this? Yeah, other you essentially world?
1: Is that what like I, exactly. It's uh, like you essentially fall into this world. It's it's actually it's got a it's got a lot of similar vibes to something like uh uh um Neverwhere, Um Which is like one of the it, it, anyway, um it's really cool. It's really cool. Like the way they've done the story is really really well done um it it's like i i am I'm, I'm having a hard time explaining it because it's such a strange game but it does mm-hmm. everything it does so well that it's it's just outstanding like it's been i i i've been pleased i was like i i started it on the stream just kind of thinking oh well it'll be a, a strange little adventure game or whatever But the story they're telling is so unique because it's got, um, like more than one way to read, like all the different, um, like the text has like more than one reading and you get to the end kind of still not knowing what you should do. Like, a lot of games have this, you know, big choice at the end or whatever, and this is the first one where I'm like, okay, I can see more than one point of view. It's not, like, a matter of, okay, these are obviously the good guys, these are obviously the bad guys. Uh, and it's, like, framed that way from the start, but then, like, as you get more and more information in the way they tell the story, it's, it's so good. Like, it's, it's, it is outstanding. Like, I cannot believe I missed it last year. Um...
0: Okay, so it was it was from
1: last year. Yes, yes, it was. It was. uh, I think September. It was some somewhere in the fall of last year. Another another extremely busy time is kind of when it came Mm -hmm. out, and so ended up being being missed. Like it's, yeah, like yeah. So I was wondering why. Well, now that I know, I definitely know why I
0: didn't hear about it because it was last year on top of it. Mm -hmm. So makes you wonder how that is going. Yeah. Uh and you have been sure so you finished it on stream or I, off stream? I
1: did. I finished it on stream. It took a couple of weeks there, so it's like a about a 10-hour game. But uh yeah. Just just outstanding. Awesome. It had a <laughs> it had a segment near the middle where uh you stumble across this uh theater where they're playing a, like a silent cartoon. Um yeah. And they animated Oh, it was like a fifteen, twenty minute, like full length cartoon that you can sit there and watch, this silent cartoon just playing in the background. Yeah. That you could just walk by. I saw that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I saw it's that like part of it. Like that's the sort of depth that's put into everything. Like all the characters feel almost like those
0: weird videos you could find in like control. Mm-hmm. Remember on like the VHS? Oh yeah, they're, yeah. They were VHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like it's it's the same sort of thing. Like it like that that sort of depth is what you feel to everyone you interact with in the game. Um which is just—it's—it's it's really cool. It's—it's, I—I it's, w- I was extremely impressed.
0: Cool. Well, I know. Hopefully, a lot of people watched your stream so they could uh, check it out with you at least to what some weird shit. I and mean, that's what Josh's streams are always good for. He's gonna play <laughs> some weird shit that you probably never heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shay died on us, and Shay will be confronting. Um, well, he was <laughs> slightly, just slightly dead. dead. Um, in just a few moments here. He'll be confronting his greatest nemesis ever, Jessica Negri. Now, I do want to say that um, <laughs> I really, the story behind that, so you're not completely confused, will be explained. All right, so there's a story behind this, and it happened to do with our Twitch stream. I did mention Secro at the beginning of the show, and it's only fair because I teased it last week as well. Uh, really briefly, we will slide into the polls here because I wanted to wrap up the show in about 15 minutes. So we have 15 minutes to go. I didn't mean sliding in a sexual way, Shay, I promise. Um, so let's do the Sekiro first. I... <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Sekiro, and it's weird that that's actually the game awards game of the year because I just, wanted, I just wanted to play it a little bit more. I know that I'm probably not going to be good enough at the game to finish it in time, um, but I wanted to have a better like grasp of it a little bit before um, the end of the year, even if it doesn't end up making my list. I want to be able to say that I yeah. gave it a really good shot. Um, and... I realized a couple of things. So the weird thing about that game is you can go to the past or the future. Right. And I think that was throwing me off because I, I didn't know you could kind of go back and forth depending on like, if you're stuck on one boss, you can maybe go to the past. So I was stuck on that fucking ogre. I ended up going to the past and getting pretty far. I actually don't know if you guys got this far, but I beat the, the drunken guy who is a real bitch. Uh, Let me tell you. (laughs) That fucking drunken guy has two death blows, and he's a real bitch. Um, Shay and Fish, did either of you fight the drunken guy? Yes.
2: Yep. Yeah. Did you, did you guys beat yeah. him okay? Uh, yeah, he's he, fine. He was difficult. Um, did you guys
0: get yeah. to Lady Butterfly right after that? Yep. The old mm-hmm. lady.
2: Yep.
3: Did you beat yep. her? Yeah. I can't remember. I'm. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah.
0: Okay. I have not beat Lady Butterfly yet. I haven't really tried that much, but are you sure you beat be... Lady Butterfly Fish? Mm-hmm. Are you positive?
2: Yes, I'm positive. Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah, because she has two form, two different forms, and like her second two form, phases, like yeah. yeah, two phases, and like her second phase. I remember like it's a bitch, but uh, and sometimes it it was a little hard to parse at first. I was just like, well, how exactly do I get past what she's throwing at me here? But um, eventually, like I found out a technique as far as like how I should approach it, and eventually beat her. Is that um, snap pea shit? Um, no. You throw
1: these peas down yeah. or whatever.
2: Oh, really? It's, uh, yeah. No, I didn't. No, have that.
1: That, the the snap peas will one shot any uh, uh, specters, like any any. Uh, oh, like okay. any, any enemies oh, yeah, that aren't yeah. real, essentially. Um, yes, yes, exactly. yes. But the
2: illusions and stuff. At like that, that point yeah.
1: in the game, they are—it's uh, a limited resource. So, uh,
2: it is. Yeah, yeah. I—I read the description on there. And I was like, this is definitely something for that actual battle. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, I'm gonna save these because that's yeah. what I do.
0: I—I <laughs> I really like the stealth in that game. I was complaining to Josh because they built sort of this weird system in the game that. I, I guess I was frustrated because they they want you to engage with it, but then I felt like the more I tried to engage it and push it, the game would push back a little bit. And so, like, the bosses that have two death blows in particular and some of the mini-bosses, you can basically, like the ogre, I had trouble beating him for a while, um, but I could get through one death blow, but he that ogre has some of the weirdest sporadic attacks, right? And he was killing me in, like, one or two hits. So, basically, I ran away from him, Waited for him. Like, I literally cheesed him. I waited for him to chase me and then start to walk back toward his little area. And then I snuck up behind him and got the first death blow. And then I was able to, after a couple tries, get the kill. So I like the idea that the bosses can sort of be cheesed if you're sneaky. So then I tried, like, all yeah. the bosses. Like, the drunk guy, you can cheese him, too, if you do it right. It's tricky. It's tricky. And it's a little glitchy, but you can get him to chase you around the rock and then he'll go back and you can stab him. But you have to be careful not to aggro all of the people around him um, or let him aggro that other guy that will help you fight him.
2: Um, so there's like a... See, the, see, I did that a little differently. I killed all the ads first yeah. and by that going way into the, the side building at the bottom. You, need to fight in.
0: you can't kill yes. all the ads first. Yeah, you he'll, can. They'll pull him out. They'll pull him out.
2: Uh that's what I did. I I went into that building off to the left. There's I did like that one guard, There's yeah. one guard in there you that you can kill, I believe each of his
1: little friends and you run guess, away. You can't backstab his next no, friend he, and run away. You can backstab and then you backstab his last friend and uh, run away. You can't away. do that anymore.
0: You can't do that yes, anymore. Yes, I don't love you know it's, cha- I'm telling you, you can't. There's no way. You're talking no to way. two people who did it. That's
2: that's you, That's when you come, how I did when it. When you
0: come out of the building, you can get the first guy, but he is now sitting at the very edge. So the second you step out, even if you stealth kill, he sees you. He's actually behind you. He's touching. If, if the you're wall. good,
3: if you're good enough enough at the strategy, you can kill every single one of his guards, and they'll they'll still discover you. But you can go somewhere else where they can't see you, and then you can sneakily kill every single one of his guards before you fight him. Because that's exactly. Oh, you're what saying
0: it. like aggroing them out and then like sneaking up on them whenever. No, they what I'm go saying back. is you
3: go you you kill one and then you're gonna get discovered at that point and then you run off far enough away to where they they stop searching for you. You sneak back in, you kill another one, you come out and you repeat that over and over again. And that's exactly what I did.
1: Yep. This is has upsetting what, for me. Six ads and you can kill all of them. Yep. that same way. Two
0: of them are right in... F- How would he not see you with the... G- There's two guys he with a shield you, that are literally one foot... The way
1: aggro propagates in this game is not, like, instant, you know, original Metal Gear. As soon as anyone sees you, they've all seen you. Like, they still have an alert phase. So, even though you're in aggro radius of the boss, that doesn't mean all of his guards immediately see you. He has to turn around and essentially, like, yell at you before any of them are alerted. Um- I just feel like that did not happen to me. But I, I, I will believe you
0: guys. I'm going to look it up. Um, I have to see this
2: You shit. You also have that one guy there who helps you actually fight that NPC – actually helps out in that battle. Yes, as well. But he
0: was just a fucking idiot. Like he would just run out and do the dumbest shit. So what mm-hmm. I did was I would aggro the boss after I stealth killed him, and then I would pull him over to that guy, and then we basically double penetrated him and all of his holes, and then I, I got through him. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing that bothered me about the system was there was a lot of bosses, it's not the only one. There was several mini bosses as well, where you could sneak up on you could lure them out, sneak up on them, get a death blow, hide like 10 feet away, yeah. they turn around and start walking. You go to sneak up to get the other death blow. Why wouldn't they Guess heal themselves what? like
1: you would if somebody hit you once and then ran away? He,
0: They don't heal themselves. You can watch them. They're just walking like jackasses five feet away mm-hmm. from you. And it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, I get... I, this is one thing I do get. It would be silly if you could just double death blow them, right? Because then you could skip all the bosses in the game by cheesing them. There's no way they would allow that. But if... On some of them, I would get the first death blow naturally, like like the drunken guy. I killed his first death blow by fighting him to his face. Then I hid behind a rock ten feet away, went to get the second one. And, tried, uh, just trying to do it out he of order.
1: himself because uh,
0: why would yes. he do that?
1: It's bullshit, and I fucking hate it. And
0: this game <laughs> in the seventh. This game won't let me cheat
2: here. Aww. But I'm not
0: cheating. Aww. I I try, I got the first death blow. The right. I, what I'm saying is, I tried to do it backwards. I tried to earn the first one, and then still, I just tried to do them out of order. I didn't try to stealth both of them, and the game said no. So basically, what I'm saying is, the game was, I was finding the game was very cheesily revealing to me, um, its barriers in a way that was really obnoxious. Um, <laughs> it was just like. I'm trying to, to game the system here. And what is, what is Shay cackling about? I don't I'm laughing
3: at you, man. Like, if you. Here's the thing in a game, if you're low on health, what are you going to do? You're going to run away, heal up really quickly. The enemy did the same thing. And you're saying the game was they, cheap. They don't by doing heal. That.
0: I'm watching them. They're not healing. It's, it's, no, no, it is what the saying same thing.
3: Is, as soon as you lose aggro they, on they, something, they go and.
1: Heal it back up, like all of them do that. Like whether they have a single death blow or not, if you run off, they heal back up. That's.
0: But this is the problem. The death blow system there to me was less interesting because you're always going to try to cheese one, and then get the other one by fighting them. Right? That's what everyone's going to do. Any chance you could cheese one, you're going to do it, and it just made the game feel kind of like one of those. It made me feel dirty. Like I was playing a game in the early '90s, and I was trying to like cheese some guy, and I just it's a stuff game. I liked the system. But it's don't like it.
2: I don't it's, like it's, it. It's it's yeah. In a that's self fine. game, uh, it's it's something where you just want to lure out the NPC. You're kind of using the the NPC's AI to against them, or yes. like just learn it, and that that's part of the fun. Yeah, you're like, mad right that it's there. not yeah, 90s as far as AI. like gameplay. No, I'm mad
0: that like. I get, I liked, I think it'd be really cool if you could, I don't want to glitch both the death blows, but like, it just sort of was silly to me when I was just trying it. Like the game was sort of, I basically, let's put it this way. I was seeing the barriers and I was playing with them within the game and I was just kind of unsatisfied with the results, Uh, especially if I was doing the first like death blow on my own. I wasn't cheesing it. I went to get the second death blow on my own terms and yes, I know you can, you guys can make excuses. He's healing himself. I'm watching the characters. They're not healing themselves. They're just putting their sword up, and they're walking back. Do, 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 yeah. do, do, do. but and, it just seems yeah. strange
1: that you ran away to heal, and you're mad that someone else ran away to heal. I didn't heal. Exactly. I just ran into a bush
0: 10 feet away. Okay. They're not that smart. Okay, <laughs> They're not that smart.
3: No, it's, uh, here's It's okay. Here's the thing.
0: Defend the game. Defend it all you want.
3: No, here, I'm just, just, telling you, just be quiet like and it. listen for a second. <laughs> I understand your frustrations because, and I can, I can appreciate it. it. That part is frustrating, but a, that's the point of the game. B, it's a stealth game. What, what makes you think that you can run to a rock 10 feet away and the enemy's going to be like, Oh, suddenly I lost sight of this guy. So I'm just going to sit here and do jack shit. Where's the common sense in that? You know, like you think, but you they think did, about they do it from do a that. common sense standpoint, like, the enemy literally watches you run behind a rock. You're not just going to magically disappear. And even if they do because video game magic, what makes you think they're not going to heal? Because if you were in that person's position and the enemy ran off and you were low on health, what are you going to do, Morgan? Oh, I have a potion. What am I going to do with this? I'm going to heal. So, I mean, like... It's the the, a the
2: fact blow,
3: that, the fact it's that a you, you don't understand that is mind-boggling. But on top of that, uh, you can't heal it. But The, well, fa- hold on, the hold fact on, hold is hold on top of that you you got one death blow the natural way, which I can appreciate and I can understand your frustration and that you thought that maybe you could do the second one as an actual death blow. I can understand the frustration in that because I think I may have tried that once or twice, and I can yeah. empathize with that situation, but. You've already just been fighting with this guy for presumably a minute to two minutes straight. And then you run behind a rock and then you expect to be able to just, the enemy just be like, oh, short-term memory loss, forgot this guy existed. And then you magically are able to get another stealth Shame.
0: kill. Shane, I put a sword through his neck. A sword went through his You know, his that's how neck, these games are, and man. And then he just walks. T-
1: you can recover dumb. from death. I just death. think it's dumb. The player character recovers I, from death regularly. The, it, the uh,
0: flaw with... Well, I was getting to my larger point Okay, before we started arguing about this goofy-ass thing. I don't like it, but here's my larger issue. is not that. My larger issue is that the two-death blow system is now rendered useless to me because if you had just given me one death blow and forced me to fight them normally, I would have been just as satisfied. Trying to cheese them or stealth the first death blow, which normally you have to cheese them. Like most of the bosses, you can get the death blow in a very unnatural way. Like that drunken guy is leaning up against the wall; you can't get a death blow on him naturally. The ogre is almost in. It's, I've watched a hundred guides on it. Like you have to cheese him to get a death. Like it's it's just a silly system. The bosses just give him one death blow. The two death blow thing, the cheesing him. I didn't. I don't. It's pointless. That's all I'm saying.
3: I th- I th- I think it's really not. It
1: rewards is- you for being able to sneak up on them for cheesing them yeah. because most of them a cannot a couple really of be them seen- are cheesing most of them are just All sneaking up on them they're like like you, you mentioned the ogre it's it's an awkward thing to cheese him but then again he's not that hard he takes like 3 hits on both death blows so it's no, not the
0: worth ogre it, is one of the most difficult bosses in the beginning of the game that ogre was not that
3: difficult the ogre's not that difficult yeah, like if you're i'll
2: sh- i'll admit I'll admit that the captain was actually difficult for me at the beginning because he had. It was the first character that you come across with two death blows, and I wasn't yeah. very familiar the, the with. The one with the long pole arm, is yeah, that spear, what you're talking about? The
3: spear guy near the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yes, guy gave me yes. way more trouble than the ogre. And, but, way and also, more they, they I they thought that
0: guy was with, easy. That's
1: weird. They leave you with a, an obvious death blow where you can jump down on him. And that's I think the, like they're teaching you literally yes. on the first guy with behind two him. death blows. Yes. Yeah. How to I figured that out, yeah, an easy one if you're able to sneak up on them. But exactly. the execution of that yes. was
0: really clunky because you can land on him without even seeing the red dot, and you're just jamming X on the controller, hoping that you fucking you know started. You can literally drop on his head, and you will not even see the red dot appear, but he'll start the death blow animation. Um, I don't know. It's just a clunky system. That's all there is to it. I'm just being honest about it. Now, here's the thing.
3: I really quickly. I think there's there's a disconnect there of you equating it to being a bad system, which it's definitely not a bad system. And you disagreeing with some of the philosophies of why certain things pan out in the game as the way they do. And I don't think that makes the system bad. I just think that it doesn't a cater to your playing style. B and I don't mean this in a rude way because I struggled with it too, because you are struggling with it and you can't manipulate it the way that you want to manipulate it, that you're saying it's not as good of a system. And I don't think that's fair. I think it's a very good system and I think it's a very good game. And I think the mechanics are damn good for this. I think it's one of the best mechanically speaking games in the genre that being said, I can also empathize with the struggles that you're having in this game because it is a difficult game, and that's the point of the game.
0: Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, I sort of agree with you, except for the very
3: beginning thing you said. I agree with the end of what you were saying. <laughs> and that's fair. Did, the that's only fair. reason I didn't and like stealth system. I think, the that's, system is I think because that's the agree to di- the, the agree to disagree because I don't think that the mechanics in this game are bad at all. I think they're actually I, the opposite. I, I think they're magnificent. In I this
0: don't game. think the mechanics are bad. I think the stealth mechanics were irritating because the way I would take out enemies in the game, the way I would cheese soldiers, the way I... Like, the when I played with the stealth system, I had fun with it until I started seeing the problems with the bosses. But let's move on from that, okay? I do think this... I did enjoy sneaking around, but there's a lot of little things, like... Did you guys... Like, if they put a a save point, like, back from a boss, right? I would... I took, like, 7 or 8, 10 minutes, whatever it is, to slowly sneak through a courtyard and kill every enemy perfectly and it felt great i walk up a stairway kill a couple guards walk up a little farther boss runs out and kills me boom now i have to go through that whole fucking area again so what do you do you're like i'm just going to run past everyone right but if you're using abilities on the bosses and you want to get those abilities back you actually have to grind the soldiers to get those points um so you can use like firecrackers your, your prosthetic arm basically if you want to use that stuff mm-hmm. so some but if you don't want to do that, you basically have to do this awkward thing where you run back through, like, 15 soldiers to get to a boss. This is a problem these games have always yeah, been. Yeah, that's, not the that's been a,
1: an issue with the Souls series, is the consumable items have always been a strange... They've never been handled perfectly. Um, like, really, like, the closest they've gotten is Bloodborne with... Uh, I don't know. I really I think they did it best in this one other than like you're saying with the prosthetic thing. Um Well, getting back to them is less irritating, Josh, but like in
0: Bloodborne, once you went back to a place you could save your souls and level up, I just felt like in this no, game no, but you're in like Bloodborne, for you
1: like t- you can completely run out of healing items.
0: Uh Yeah, with the blood vials and that yeah, was a problem. and that's more yeah, frustrating
1: yeah. than running out of, you know, Ability stuff, which they don't like. You don't. That's not uh, an issue here. Um, yes. So it's like, it, like they've well, each had their own idiosyncrasies, and in this one, it's like it's it's the ability stuff that's uh, gated that way. So
0: and yeah, I just I just wish that there was no RPG elements to these games. Like, I love the combat. I like the posture yeah. system. Like, I wish all the bosses were equal. Like, there's this weird yeah. system. Yeah, no, you, no. I even got this. Yeah, you're right. I even got this new thing where you can like. Sorry, Josh. I'll just spit this out, and then I'll, I'll shut up. I even got this new thing now where I can upgrade my, um, like this new thing on my arm to make myself, and then you get those beads to make yourself stronger, and that stuff is great if you're stuck and you want to like kind of go out of order or whatever. And there's skills and all this other weird stuff, but like I kind of just like the purity of the combat. I just think it would be more enjoyable for me if like everything was on an even plane, no RPG elements. You know? What
1: yeah, there are minor stat things. They don't do a lot, but it's strange that they're there all the same. Like. Your first few skill points have to go into making the game have the full move set. Like you need to get the yeah. spear step move that'll let you interrupt jabs. Uh, without that, the game doesn't play well. You need to get the sweep jump, which will let you interrupt an enemy whenever they try to sweep your legs. Um, like once you have that, you have the full move set. Um, and it's strange that those are locked behind abilities to begin with but like at that point you're essentially just getting slightly stronger uh attacks from that point on and it does seem strange it doesn't seem necessary like it they've made such a tightly balanced game outside of that that i mean it's fine like it's you're not it doesn't make a huge difference but uh it also doesn't seem like it adds a lot either so that is yeah, yeah
0: and, and then I always get this thing in my head where I'm like, "Oh, maybe I should be leveling up if I'm stuck on this boss and it fucks with me." But like, look, I don't want I agree 100% with what you're saying, Josh. And I don't want to blow this out of proportion. I will say nice things about the game now. The the that one boss with the guy on the horse took me a while, but like when I got it, it like felt great. I was like, "Man, I I beat that guy without even taking a like one hit when I finally got him. Like, I've countered every single spear I was throwing my fucking rope or whatever it is hook shot at him i was launching on him i think that was the fight fish was talking about with that guy who yells at you on his horse mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and when you get it when yeah. you learn the here's the weird battle. thing about the parry system it's not a tap l to parry and you don't want to hold it because that's just a block it's weird you have to like hold it for a second it's like it's like a, it's like in between because you you want to wait for the right moment to pull it up but you don't want it like I was thinking when I read the, the controls that because it said parry and then hold to block. So I thought what that meant was tap it to parry. So I was tapping it to try and parry and it wasn't working and I couldn't figure out why. And it's because he, he pulls it up a little slow, but he pulls it up. You have to hold it there for a second because it's the def- deflection. And, and that wasn't really made clear to me. Once I realized that you're actually holding it for like half a second every time. You can continue to hold it after you make the deflection if you want to, but I was confused about that because if you just hold it there, it does nothing but protect you. You can't get any posture damage.
1: Yeah. Well, that's block and parry are the same button on this one as opposed to individual inputs like in all the other Souls games. Uh, So essentially, parrying is just blocking with the right timing, Um, and I, I think that's what you were you you know you. You thought just just press the you're button, right. but blocking it's...
0: with the right timing is a better way yeah. of saying. Yeah. And they don't
1: they don't say it as such, but like once you realize that's what you're doing, you're just blocking with perfect timing. Is it it's a, it's a yeah. parry, it blocks without taking, you know, anywhere near as much posture damage. It also they don't tell you this, but when you parry, like anytime you're blocking with perfect timing, your guard can't be broken. So even if you have like a full. Uh, like you've taken, com- you know, like maximum posture damage, and like anything else yeah. would open you up to a death they blow. Can't break your posture. If you parry, you still won't have your guard broken. Um, and that's something they don't even yeah. tell you in the game. Uh, that's true. That and that, the horse boss is what made me figure it out. Mm-hmm. Up until that point, I think I
0: was just mashing the attack button, but that boss made me be like, okay. And then I told you I got stuck on that bull, but it was so dumb because. Every guy I found, I was doing everything people said and I could not get it. And I, I was literally about to quit on the game before the podcast. And I literally just angrily started slapping. Like, I just kept attacking. I just kept mashing the attack button. I was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And I killed him. And I couldn't even. I threw a firecracker like once and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, I sat there trying to beat this thing for two days. And then all I did was just mash the X button once and I got him. So, like, sometimes when I'm beating bosses in this game, I feel like. i I don't have a good grasp of how i did it
1: you know what i mean it's uh knowing your window to be able to get in attacks is a big thing for each boss and that bull does so much damage to you that like you think you need to just get in a swing and then run away but he takes a long time to turn around because he's a bull and you can you can get in way more hits than you think you can and that that's that's kind of one of the things that it it takes a while to learn with that boss because it's uh like he's not all that hard once you once you get you can do a lot more damage to him than than you think uh, each time. Yeah, I could you just keep attacking him. Yeah. but I,
0: but it was weird because like I was a little frustrated with the game because I came off of that one boss and I went to the bull and I was trying to play that bull taking the skills I had just learned from the other boss and it, it's possible to beat the bull pairing but it's
1: fucking almost yeah it'll dodging you dodging is just way more effective against that one which I think I think that's why they put it right there like. Because. Try and teach you the dialogue. Yeah, exactly. Like, they give you a completely different style boss right after the last one. Uh, yeah. It just, I guess you yeah, can it just. That uh, case. Yeah, it is a little bit strange if you're. Because yeah, I was like cocky.
0: Way. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I was like, because I was dodging him fine. I just wasn't doing enough damage. And then here's the weird thing about the game. Like, Josh was told me to use the firecracker mod. I started going, I found that guy with the shop. I was like trying to look in the menus, and they were like, oh, you can use firecrackers to do beast damage. And this game has a lot of items that you can get into that really make. Do you know, it makes the combat kind of interesting and there's there's a lot of dynamic there. It's weird to think that the game of year a game of the year twenty nineteen is actually secretly Tenchu Stealth Assassins. Yeah, no, no it is. Like that. it's there <laughs> all the ninja
1: tools in this really it's change the way you approach it's stuff. Tenchu. It's uh it's 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 really cool. And the game is gorgeous. Like
0: that game on Xbox One X like looks amazing. I I was looking back at a lot of Bloodborne bosses though and this is the last thing I'll say. I do miss the weirdness and of the beasts and all the stuff in that game. Cause everybody I fought in this game, other than the bull has been a person, you know, and, and they're bigger than you. It makes them kind of creepy. Like that drunk guy, mm-hmm. he looks like he ate seven normal people. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's fucking huge. And like, I like that it's creepy, but like, I miss like the, the beasts and all the weird depraved stuff in bloodborne. Like everything in this game is beautiful and expertly done, but it's like, just like people, they're... you know, just mm. samurais and,
1: You've not gotten a lot. Like you fought the bull, so obviously you've seen that, but uh you've gotten past the snake to get there. I saw the snake. Uh and that yeah. wasn't a point. But even then the giant point, snake but yeah. he will be. Um the uh And the snake was really cool, but it was still just a snake. It was just yeah, huge. Like you were you've already talked about the the giant ape, the great ape, which is
0: uh, I really yeah. want to fight that one. That is the one I want to fight the most. Yeah. yeah. Am I far away from the
1: ape? uh mm, it depends which way you go you're kind of uh like i was telling, which way should I was I go telling to fish 8? whenever he was talking which, about which being at ganichiro which is just ahead of where you are now um like once you get to that part it opens up and you have basically you came in one entrance to the castle and you have all the other exits to choose to go out from at that point and you can kind of you can Like it just, it opens up like you have way more options, uh, straight out the the back of the castle Mm. and then down the cliffs is, uh, is the way towards the great ape. If you want to do that one next. So, all
0: right, I'm going to stick my sword up his asshole. Anyways, uh, I am compelled the same way I've been compelled through bloodborne. It's just of a lesser degree, but, uh, yeah. It seems excellent. It's just making me extremely mad. <laughs> yeah, all the time. I feel mad all the time. Yep. I'm never gonna let oh, that death blow through. No, oh, you.
2: if you, if you keep on uh, going through, um, uh, after that, the, up that castle, if you climb up there, there, <laughs> there's some parts where it just. It's total from software of just catching you off guard, and you're just like, oh, of course that would happen. Of course that's <laughs> like <laughs> so, a guy in
0: a wheelchair dropping it, a grenade kind
2: of stuff. Exactly, sort of. yes. It, You'll, sort uh,
1: of. Yeah, that first ogre you fight will eventually just they'll be enemies, but they won't be chained oh, up because no. they've, uh, you know, no. that first one, one was blood? one that hadn't yet been, you know, completely tamed. Um, so you're not gonna be getting cheesy death I mean you still can, but like it's harder because they're not chained up to start the fight. Um I think the the thing I try to avoid with this
0: game is that people everyone you talk to like finds different bosses difficult and yeah. easier and, but, and, but everyone seems to think that, like, because they beat your boss easily, it's it's great. And this whole get-good culture around these kind of games gets, gets under my fucking skin sometimes. It's like, they're all different. I probably flew mm-hmm. through a boss you had trouble with and vice versa. That's just how it fucking works. Um, but, like, yeah, there's this weird culture around these games that I don't know, like... I like the heart and soul of the people that get into these games and, like, the satisfaction and the weirdness. It's almost like an old-school mystery kind of video game, but there's also this sort of weird, like, get-good culture to them where it's like, I, I, I don't know. It's just something about it
1: sometimes rubs me the wrong way, but I'm I'm in it. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a lot of that is kind of coming out of, like, we mentioned this forever ago, but games becoming easier and easier for a long time until... Souls games kind of made people realize, oh, we can make difficult games, people will play them. Um and so yes. a lot of the get good culture is just people who were you know so angry about games being easy, which I mean get over it. Get over it it's like it's you're not no one no one's impressed about your, you know, platinum trophy on whatever EP. hard game. Like it's it's like like yeah, it's not
0: I, I just wonder if a lot of people will be disappointed like when they see this win the game awards and maybe they go try it. I just feel like this game is gonna be very difficult yeah. for a lot of people. <laughs> it's gonna be a shock to their system. Um Yeah. But who knows? It's like I said, I I think the stealth with the little enemies is great, like the little tiny stuff. It's just the death blows thing. I was just trying to I was trying to break that thing to its very core and it just pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Um That'll probably be the silliest fight we've ever had on this podcast. I'll have to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we got some great polls. I want There's not a lot of polls this week as we kind of wrap up the show before my wife kills me, but I do want to say um, I did finish Death Stranding as well. Excited to talk about that with you guys. Talked about a lot when we talked about the Game Awards already. Um, holy shit. Definitely one of the most fascinating games of my lifetime. Now we have the polls here, and the... F- the, the big joke that I was, by the way, every Monday, I'll put up polls on the at Sword Trump Instagram. You can vote, talk about it on the show. And this week, I wanted to keep it light because I knew it was going to be a long show. And thankfully, I did. Now, the joke arose from a stream where we were all talking about how wonderful Jessica Negri is and creeping on her. She's a famous person in our community. And Shay was on my stream, and he was chiming in with how little he cares about Jessica Negri. And a lot of our fans got very upset. Um, they, were, they were threatening to ban him from Twitch. And um, Ch- Chomp Nation, you horny bastards, I know where you're at. Um, but it's just a joke, honestly, here and there. Uh, so I decided to put up all these polls specifically about this conversation that we had. One of them was, is Jessica Negri our Lord and Savior? With a very erotic picture to tint. Um, tickle your taste buds. Uh, Fish, did you vote yes or no?
2: Um, I vote yes.
0: You would vote, or you did vote.
2: I don't think I voted. <laughs> what? <laughs> I would vote yes.
0: Uh, well, sixty percent of our audience said yes. They do think that she All is right. our mm-hmm. Lord. See two, Lord on the right, Savior on the left. <laughs>
2: very scantily covered as well god you know there's one thing about jessica degree i just gotta say this like seeing her instagram pictures like those super like she's just wearing these bikini tops he's at a loss for words so so tiny did you get the video i
0: sent of, of her in the hot tub did you get that one
2: I did, yes. Uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah. where she's in... uh, She's actually in Japan as well. Right next to there, Next
3: door, actually.
2: Um, (laughs) Next door.
3: Is that the person who's been making all this noise lately? Like, I've been hearing a bunch of knocking and shit lately. Is that who's been doing that?
1: (laughs) We're going to make this even worse.
0: I hope.
2: (laughs) That would be... I would
0: be so jealous. Of, that's how it was brought up. Somebody had mentioned she was in. Japan. What,
2: what the fuck would
3: you be jealous of?
0: That you you could meet her.
3: Yeah, well, let me just go knock on her door. Hey, random face, famous person. I don't fucking know. Nice to yeah. meet you. Would you mind I'm, fucking I'm sure, I'm sure a little more quietly? Well, well yeah, I would.
0: Can you I mind keeping the fucking famous? down? <laughs>
3: Jesus Christ! I'm trying to get some shut eye over shit. here.
1: Like I, some of us <laughs> have to work in the morning. First of
0: all, Shay, uh, basic uh, greeting technique here. Don't say random famous person I don't know. Try using her name, It's Jessica Negri. That might help. Um, secondly, yes, you should definitely do that. Uh, <laughs> Shay, this is the big one. I said, Shay, should you be following at Jessica Negri? 70% of our audience said, oh, sorry, I got distracted by the photo, said yes. You should oh. be following Jessica Oh, oh shit. Nigri. I better Top go Nation do it right now. Is okay. voting I'm, he- I'm heading... Mm.
3: To- I'm doing it right now. Yeah, you know, you
1: probably should, just so you can follow behind Morgan and clean up after him.
3: (laughs) Ew. I don't get paid enough for a chomp to clean up after him.
0: Fish is in front of me, and I clean up after Fish, Mm -hmm. and then he cleans up after me and Fish.
3: Yes, so. Yes, exactly. All right, there you go. So you guys can see this is her profile, right? (gasps) He's going to do it. He's going to listen to Chomp Nation. You ready? You ready? See that block right there? Oh, I blocked her. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's right. I blocked her. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, yeah, she's blocked. What? What did she do? Where will
1: you see? She did nothing. Where will you see gaming-themed tatas now?
0: I've never been so horrified in my life.
2: There's actually, there's a lot of very talented people out there who do do cosplay. I, um, I think you'll f- oh, I so think I found you can find through, some other through Jessica and that are awesome.
0: She's embraced. Yes. The thing I like about her, she's just embraced the idea that she even calls it "it's booby cosplay." But she knows that she's basically a perfect human specimen, and she's capitalizing on it. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> it's, it's embracing it. Just have fun with it. I mean, look, you're not going to post pictures like that if you're trying, if, you don't, if you don't want that sort of response. And Shay's very sorry. He didn't mean that. He'll he'll definitely unblock her right away. I've heard that from. Um,
3: Yep, look at me, I'm Source. blocking
0: her. This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about, Fish. This is the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. <laughs> Josh left just in time for this <laughs> conversation. Uh, Resident Evil 3. 61% of our audience said they're more excited for the Resident Evil 3 remake over Resident Evil 8, which I find a little bit depressing. Not that Resident Evil 2 remake wasn't amazing, but it just shows that people are so obsessed with these remakes that they want them more than new new stuff
2: um yeah i i wish i spent more time with uh Resident Evil 2 the remake um but i do remember back in the day i did play 3 and not 2 so um the thing with 3 is like they they there was a lot of enemy types in that game and but you it was also kind of uh, i don't want to say that the enemies were like bullet spongy but um, I'm curious. I'm just curious how they're gonna attempt to like change up the gameplay from the original in this this one.
0: Yeah, and and honestly, that's my biggest fear is that the 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 Resident Evil Two make remake was so good that now people just want Resident Evil Three and then four and then it's like, okay, right. it was great, but I hope this doesn't impede the progress of Resident Evil Eight. I hope Capcom doesn't look at that, you know.
2: Yeah. Well, it, it could. You know, it could. Essentially, you could look at it as them kind of buying time for to building, make eight, you know, really and,
0: good. Yeah, yes, yeah,
2: which I would like, you know, seven was it, they made a great uh step as far as like changing up the series from what it had become at up until that point. Um, so yeah,
0: a little bit of a bummer, but whatever, whatever. As long as Resident Evil 8 has VR. If it doesn't, then that thing can burn in the seventh layer of hell for all I care. Uh, mentioned the seventh layer of hell twice today. I used to, I used to know this guy who would get really mad at me layers. in woodshop class. And he'd, he would get really mad at me in woodshop class and he'd be like, burn in the seventh
2: layer of hell.
0: That's a, that's a true story. Uh, Okay, this is the last one. It's just a picture of Miley Cyrus licking a cake. And it said, guys with dad bods something some tattoos and beards and i just replaced tattoos with tiny dicks and it was a slider people could vote on and i not sure if it was the tiny dicks but it did get up to about 70 percent. so that i think is a powerful thing
2: we all that (laughs) (laughs) but what was i mean it just shows miley cyrus looking at
0: cake like, yeah, they're saying me. She says me on her, and what she's licking that cake, because it's saying she wants a guy with a dad, bought a tiny dick and a beard, and people vote on that. So they're saying that yeah, they would love to have that. So,
2: but it wasn't even a vote; it was a scientific slider. Yeah. It does doesn't make sense. Are you to questioning me. the scientific slider? I, I guess I am. Maybe <sighs> maybe I uh, sorry I spoke out of line here. It's scientific. And it's a slider. <laughs> what? What am I...
0: I'm gonna do... I really had this dream of doing a scientific slider because it's a long column and you can move the little emoji up. I really had this dream of getting a nude of fish and using the slider to go down from his penis. And you use it to guess the length of his penis with the slider. I've wanted to do that for such a long time, but I don't think he's ever going to let me do it. Three weeks to go, fish. There's still hope for you.
3: You know, I actually had a really good idea, Fish. Oh, I wanted great. to run by you. Uh, I think for uh-huh. the last show, you should release the uh, sword picture for oh, yeah. uh, one last post of you for the VIP. For the VIP? Yeah.
0: Or, or, I'll, I'll consider it. If people leave an iTunes rating to us, they get the copy of the photo and that's it.
3: No, hmm. it's for the VIPs only.
0: Well, they could sign up for that. That's true. The VIPs deserve to mm-hmm. see that picture. Is there's nothing like it. Shay can't stop thinking about it, he's only
3: <laughs> they can go out hard. I mean, I can go. I mean, he can go out on top. Mm-hmm. That's better. Fish is more of a bottom, though. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with being on bottom from time me. to time.
0: Take anything at this point. There's only <laughs>
3: way, one place to go, and that's up.
2: Also true.
0: Uh, Anyways, so thank you for voting and having fun. I will break the sad news to everyone next week that Negri has been blocked, and the world is now over. Um, It's been a lot of fun, and we will continue more of this madness next week on our final show. And, of course, it's tradition here on the Chompcast that Fish always hosts the penultimate episode. Are we still
1: doing this? Was this intentional now? Penultimate
0: episode. There we are. Of... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is a new thing I do where I say a word and I look to see if Josh yells at me before I correct myself
1: I made a show picture and everything
0: and uh, that will be Fish's beautiful swan song to you and then hopefully we'll be able to cram more control hopefully Shay will get around the Death Stranding and then we'll have game of the year and it'll be one of the craziest things ever I bet my life on it now remember patreon.com slash sword if you want to support us redbubble.com slash people slash Leave us a kind rating, subscribe, tell, us, uh, tell a friend about us, um, and make sure you go follow Jessica Negri. It's been a great show. I want to thank everyone for listening. Um, the show has gone on way longer than I thought it would. <laughs> Said that a million times before. We just can't quite get under that three hour mark.
3: Last, last week was The Irishman. This week was Sekido.
0: <laughs> What's going to happen next week? Death Find out more on ChompCast Z. Morgan being mad, can't cheese things. Um, thanks for listening to the show. We'll be back next week with an all new.